What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 73 of the No Mercy podcast, Plandemic of the Apes. This podcast is focused heavily on the monkeypox outbreak and the event 201 level predictive war game simulations that the World Economic Forum and the WHO and everyone else has been performing. And the coincidences that have come up with this, as you know, we don't believe in coincidences here. So we start to talk deeply about whether this is going to be another murder hornets that comes and goes and disappears, or whether this is another coronavirus. And we are all leaning on the side of coronavirus, except Bill Rupp. We talk about AI, uh, Elon Musk being an AI bot on his Twitter. We talk about Trump's kids. We talk about the Saturn Black Cube and the Project Warp Speed, uh, Operation Warp Speed, whatever the fuck it is, uh, logo that no one wants to fucking talk about. We bantered at the beginning for a good 30, 40 minutes, like we always do. That's why the pods are so long. You get an hour and a half, two hours of conspiracy and 30 minutes of us fucking around. I mentioned it at the beginning of the pod how some of you were like, kill the banter. We just want the conspiracy. Then fucking fast forward through it. We got a fucking description in the bottom, the timestamps, every fucking topic. Stop crying because the other 50% of my messages that I get are we love the banter and fuck the conspiracy shit. So we do both. We entertain and inform over here. Uh, we also have another podcast out that I've been telling you guys about. No Mercy Plus with the bod, Uncle Danny, and myself. But this week, I missed. Bobby took over, and we talk about that at the beginning of the pod here. So without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 73 of the No Mercy podcast. I have a funny feeling I'm going to get fucking shit on pretty early in this one. So this is not a not a good day for me. I'm not excited about this. But boys, we are recording on time. You Whoa. sound well rested is, is what you sound. You sound I like will. you had a nice day off yesterday. Hold on one second. Hold on. Okay. We are on. not recording on time well i mean right. we're recording on the right day right we who is the first person no no who's the first person that that questioned the date and time of recording I, if i were you bob just to let you know here you actually have leverage on a very important thing at the beginning here i would yes. be very careful very careful about diving into this specific why we're starting at three instead of one Interesting. So I'm going to but, give you an opportunity. Well, why don't we give Bill an opportunity? I'm, I'm just giving you an opportunity to pull back mm -hmm. your attack on why we're starting at three. If you'd like to leave it out there, great. It's up to you. I'll leave it. I would love to leave it out there because right. Bill is the is the third party. Oh, great. So listen, let's start here's there. the deal. I, I, and anybody that we're 73 episodes in, and we know that you will never bring up anything unless you have a a calculated answer to whatever i'm gonna say well no that's why i'm saying that's why i'm giving you an opportunity because i'm about to slay you and i'm literally walking in here at a detriment i mean, I, I, I was, was gonna take in the with no road. leverage so if you want to get no you'll have leverage on that but if you want to bring this topic up right now why we're starting at three instead of one glad i was gonna I'll take the you. high road i was gonna take the high road and and you start with never. something positive no. no, I'm now. I'm not going to. You know what? I was going to what? start with the fact that your baseball cards, 25 pounds of baseball cards, 
are shipped and ready to go. They're they're Four literally packaged later. with a shipping label, ready to go. And two, now two months ago, I may sell them on eBay. They're still not out. Bill, do you like Roberto time Clemente? Time out. Time out. Time out. You still haven't sent them? Dude, I got your fucking address at 4 p.m. on Saturday, and that's when the post office closed. So they've been, oh. the labels, still, labels I thought I was getting them today. Bobby, how much did it cost? $48 to ship these oh, things. Good. Wow. That good. was almost yeah. the same as uh, the PlayStation. And everything. Maybe if you spent less time sending pictures of fucking Popeye dick nipples to the fucking group thread. That's a really cool to... tattoo, by the way. No, it is not, Bobby. A picture Can we talk of... about that real quick? No. It's t- why? It's, it's like bu- a Steve-O tat. I mean, it's like a really, it, it's Popeye on a nipple, and the nipple <laughs> is Popeye's dick. How is that not funny? It's definitely clever. I mean, it, listen, is it funny? Yes. Is it a cool tattoo? No. I, but they, my I, thing was, why haven't more people used the nipple as a part of the tattoo? You see it a lot of times where the belly button's being used, mm-hmm. you know, as part of the tattoo, where it's like, but but the nipple's never used it as It does being look really funny. I can't stop looking at it because the nipple looks like a little penis. Right now. But like, you know, because this guy's nipple like stick protrudes. He's got a long out, nipple. Yeah. I, it, it, it works out perfect because I feel like the dick is is like to scale of the Popeye body. I have a conspiracy theory on this right now. Look at this. Are you looking at the picture, Bill? Yeah. So uh, you can't stop looking at it, right? So uh, basically, I think he just had a weird nipple. It looks like he doesn't have a top half to his nipple. When Bobby said so, that, I kind of I kind of thought the same thing. Yeah. I mean, if that's the case, then it's smart because it looks like he's got like a I mean, it definitely the left side and the right side are not the same spacing. His nipple's way too far to the right. But whatever it is, it looks like a dick tip on the end of his nipple. Do you yeah, know what I'm saying? I, I think this is actually brilliant now because I was going to say this guy's an idiot. But now oh, I think it's brilliant because he had a fucked up nipple. So now no one notices that he's got half a nipple. I mean, dude, this might—I I swear to God—I still think this is one of the best tattoos I've ever seen, as far as I mean, creativity. You're a fucking weirdo! If you guys didn't listen to the last podcast, make sure you do. Episode seventy-two. Uh, we started that one off talking about Bobby's explosive butthole, and uh, we're basically now on uh, Popeye dick nipples to start this one. So great yeah. job. This is what happens when you bring fucking Bill Rupp as the third fucking host on a show. Bill Rupp, let me introduce you so you can give your tagline. What up, Bill Rupp? Let's go! There it is. Now we're live. Now we're officially live. Uh, so so let's start on, we'll, we'll talk about Bobby's mic drop on me uh, in a second, but we might as well start with what you just brought up. Uh, why we're recording at three instead of one. Bob, go. Okay. Plead a case. Well, I, I believe it was Saturday. Tom started it by saying, you know, I don't know why the fuck we record it at, at one on no. a fucking Monday. No. no, this is what you said. It's not. If you you're going to quote me, quote me right. Okay. What did you say? I said, I don't know why we committed to one o'clock. I didn't say, I don't know why the fuck we were going to record it at one. I said, I don't know why we're doing this at one o'clock on Monday when we just dropped a pod on Friday and No Mercy Plus is coming out on Sunday. We're not giving, because podcasts, for those of you who aren't in the podcast world, you got to give it a little runtime, right? So when you drop it on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday's bad runtime. It's dead. No one's listening to podcasts. So that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday is where it gets more run and you get more downloads. If you drop another one on top of it on a Monday or Tuesday, half the people don't go listen to the last one. They just listen to the most recent one. So I, I mean, said, that's not the point. But the I point said, was, yeah. I'll be there for it. But realistically, no. we should reconsider having it at Monday. No, 
No, I know how you work. You did that to plant the seed for not having to work today. No, dude. Bill, go. So, Tommy is partly right. We uh, we wanted to we well, after we said we were going to do it Monday, and well, we kind of spoke about it. We just dropped one. Why would we do it again on Monday? Everything, blah blah blah. You're doing the mm-hmm. work plus minus divided by two on Sunday, and everything else. So it did kind of make sense. Yes. So I, I give him that. But listen, everybody was ready today no. on time. Mm-hmm. Nope. At one o'clock. Nope. And then it turned a little bit. Uh, someone's got to go to the bank. Mm. We were on the phone. I texted Wait. you guys because I know you guys talk without me being there. We do there, not so coordinate against you. Bullshit. It gives you 40 minutes to plead your fucking case. I texted you guys saying, hey, guys, let's record in 40 minutes and okay. then get a call from you five minutes later with Bill on the phone. And you guys are both telling me that we don't need to record today okay. because it would be so stupid. no, we, me and Bill had been on the phone for an hour and a half already looking at eighties t-shirts magazines on FaceTime. Correct. Bill? Which gave you plenty of time to convince yeah, Bill not to, not to do the you're podcast. clipping a tiny bit, Bob. I don't know if it'll come through on the pod, but you're clipping out a little bit. If you want to just dial that down, like a All half right. a notch. Um, the, we were looking at eighties t-shirts online and sitting there going, you think Bobby's going to show up. Right, that was a big thing, and then Ford, and then at twelve twenty, because we were supposed to record at one. Listen to the last podcast if you don't know why this debate's happening. Uh, at twelve twenty, me and Bill literally said, uh, "You you popped up and you said ready to record in forty minutes." And I'm like, "Oh, look at Bobby! He actually woke up at twelve twenty today." And uh, I was like, "All right, cool. So let's do it." So when you got on, we were like, "Listen, we'll record. Like we're ready, but you know, it doesn't make sense to record it today, two days after we just recorded." But like, hey, listen. The whole point is we were all there. We were all on time. Were we all ready? No. I was ready. Bill was ready. You weren't ready. Because after we said, what? all right, you know what? Let's move it to Tuesday or Wednesday. I we'll literally just... said I'm ready to record okay. 40 minutes. Okay. Now let me walk through my timeline here for a second and then we'll get off this. Uh, so then we said, then you were like trying to fucking, you were basically planting seeds so that what? on the next podcast, you can say you said the things you were saying. So you were like, I mean, listen, I mean, we should do it today. We're probably going to get killed if we don't record today by the subs and the listeners. And then I was like, all right, listen. If, and then I heel turned and went, all right, fine, let's do it. And you were like, yeah. I was like, yeah, let's record it then. Right. And then all of a sudden you go, give me 20 minutes. Did what you not say the that? fuck? Did you not say give me 20 minutes? When? When we were on the phone and decided to record today. Idiot, you did say give me you, And then before that, you said, okay, well, you guys said sports starts tonight. So uh, is that going to – and I was like, no, we're going to do it right now then. What the fuck is going on Bob, here? Bob, you literally said give me 20 minutes and you hung up. All right. I don't even I'm, – I'm over this. Time out, time out, time out. No, no, no. Now I'm in like – I feel like I'm in the Philadelphia experiment. You're the, the most retarded person I've ever met. So, hold, on, hold on, you hold are on, the, hold on. You are a gaslighting, manipulative You didn't ask psychopath. for 20 minutes? I, 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 maybe at 1240, I one o'clock. Well, we were bantering for whatever. It was already like one. We were talking on the phone and decided we weren't going to record. And I was the one that said, if we're talking about all this on the phone, we might as well record. Right. And then I said, okay, let's do it. And then you said, give me 20 minutes. Yes. And I said, okay. And then you came back, you came back at, uh, we we agreed to record at two o'clock. We agreed to record at two and no, of it was one not two. It was Bob. Forty-five minutes later at two o'clock, you wrote, "Can I go to the bank real quick?" And then I said, "That's fine." 
And then you came back at 2.40 and said, I'm ready. Okay. So who delayed the one o'clock start? Wow. This you is said I need 20 hard. minutes and then you went to the bank. How did I delay the one o'clock start? All right, I'm done with this shit. This is <laughs> this is fucking stupid. I'm, I'm amazed that you're you're able to spin this to make it seem like I I don't even fucking I don't even want to talk about it. This is stupid. I don't even know what's happening. Bill? This is stupid. Listen, I mean, I don't know. I'm ready all the time. Yeah. Bill's always I'm ready. ready to go. We're here. I think you wanted me to go to the bank so that you could fucking plant this shit. I, I now I understand you know, why you wanted your me mind to go is, to bank. Your mind is crazy that I wanted oh, you to go to the God. bank. I didn't even know that you were going to the bank. How could I want you to go there? You snap called. You snap called. Yeah. I fine. said, that's fine. What do you want me to say? No. And then he goes to the bank and he gets all the way home. And then he says he took the little bank thing home with that. That is true. I took the little <laughs> capsule. To I took back. the capsule home with me. Bob took the bank capsule home with him. It was actually two trips to the bank. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now, Rick, now, now you get your just dues. I'm, I'm over it. I, mean, I really dude. am. I'm over it. No, don't be cranky. No, I'm not cranky. It's just, I, I listen, Sound I cranky. fucking, I just did a whole podcast yesterday because oh. you didn't wake up at 10 a.m. Wow, yeah. he's got there. you there. I know he does, and that's what I'm saying. So, I, and and honestly, it was me fucking with the universe. <clears throat> I fucked with the universe. I was bragging about how uh, how reliable I've been on No Mercy Plus, and uh, I dropped the ball. Went out, got fucked up uh, Saturday night, didn't wake up. And uh, Bobby filled in on the No Mercy Plus new stream. Go check that stream out. And Bobby recorded with Uncle Danny and Kurt. And uh, I have another conspiracy that I believe, Bob, and I think you may agree with this one. I think the only reason you agreed to host No Mercy Plus in my place on Sunday morning was just so that you could shit on me in perpetuity that you had to cover for me when I missed it because of our debate two days earlier. I mean, that was a major part of it. But then Kurt sent me this, <laughs> this spreadsheet that, like, he had been working on all week. And I can tell that this is his, like, baby. Like, I feel like he's been thinking about this in his head for two years. Mm -hmm. And now it's finally manifesting itself. And he seemed almost like a desperate child. Like, you know, like, will you play video games with me? Because daddy won't play with me. Kind of <laughs> so, well, I think. Was it a lot of, was it, see, when I listened to the, I think, what was it? negative two divided by four episode um there was i a lot of tommy g not enough kurt not enough uncle danny well, um, no. I, oh, too much too much uncle danny on the first one we had to tell him to dial it back so was I, there was there a, you can't give danny too much yeah like, danny's good in yeah. spots yeah. Like Danny's Danny's got like 15 minutes of content in him. So you got to space it out in three minute increments. You also can't let him talk for more than 30 seconds. Yeah. Yeah, because he'll you either trip on it or he'll go just completely racist. Well, next, like even next, yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> next thing you know, he's murdering people and slitting people and saying things like the blacks, the fucking he blacks. So, he got so dark on this episode. You get darks on every episode, dude. The funny thing I heard the episode. It's really fun, guys. Even if you don't listen to the episode because I'm not on it, which I totally understand, not listening to anything I'm not on. But um, listen to the first five minutes of the No Mercy Plus. It's really funny. Bob did an impersonation of me to start it. And then Kurt did his Uncle Danny one minute. This is oh. Uncle Danny. It's so funny because it's it such a bad It kind of reminds me of my impression of Kurt. Remember when I did that Kurt like space video? Yeah. Yeah. You know? My um, name of Kurt. My name of Kurt. 
I, I think my impression of you is better than my impression of Danny. It was good. It was good. Yeah. I thought it was good. I thought it was very good. But yeah, Danny was apologizing to us after the last negative one episode because he's like, he's like, you know what? I'm too, I'm getting too dark on the episodes. So he went dark again. Dude, he was talking about slitting somebody's throat. Always. Like, in, cause that we were talking about, we, we played this video episode. with some chick that was saying that like, she believes in a woman's choice, even like after abortion. And so this woman was interviewing her. Like, she was like, okay, so can I kill my two year old kid right now? And she was like, it's always the woman's choice. <laughs> so Danny was basically like, well, if I come up from behind this chick and just slit her throat, yeah. is it that worked. an abortion? Because he and did like, it. I'll tell you exactly why. Because he did it on the first episode, the launch episode. He did it on that episode. And three people tweeted at him saying how funny it was. So now every time he gets oh. a chance to brutally fucking throat slit someone, he does it. And I keep telling him, dial it down, dude. You sound like a fucking serial killer. Anyway. It's like when he tells a fun, it's like when somebody tells a funny joke and you get three laughs and so you continue on with the joke and you're like, dude, you should have just stopped right there. Yeah, yeah, he just goes. I told him like the three well, people, three people is like a million for Danny. Here's what I will say about No Mercy Plus. First of all, they're calling our show No Mercy Original now. Yeah, oh, dude, like, if you've like, been listening to the last ones, we've been fighting about that for a while. That's that's ridiculous. So I mean, they like literally took yeah. our show name and are making fun of our show. Yeah. And, and and here's the other thing. The plus sign is interesting, too, because that there's some symbolism behind oh, the plus. But a lot of fucking Disney shit and, you know. Yeah. Disney plus Moloko plus, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all that shit. But the the other thing Maybe is like there. this, like Kurt runs a fucking it's all it, it's almost I need to talk to him about it because he's he's never seen somebody strict to a time where he'll literally cut the show mm-hmm. in the middle of something yep. if it hits the one hour mark yeah which is i mean you should talk to him because that's supposed to be your job and you don't do any of it so <laughs> <That's ridiculous. laughs> and here's the other thing like if we're in the middle of talking about a topic and you know we're going over the time he won't even like like let's say i go nope. on a two-minute rant about something he will just go straight to the next topic yep. without rebuttal cuts you off cuts you off i mean listen i kind of like that I yeah it's like good sure I like the structure. I like that. So, I mean, that's a plus. Yeah. That's a plus for the no, plus. No pun intended. I'll, I'll give them that one. Listen, and <laughs> it's a good yeah, mix yeah. because we have the long-form two, three-hour podcast here, and that's the one-hour, you know, chopped up really tight, quick. You know, it's more – it's a lot of humor. They don't go as deep. It's a no-Google podcast. So, uh, enough promoting No Mercy Plus. Even though I'm on it, I still, like, hate to talk about it too much because I don't want to give Kurt credit. So, no, uh, I think it's a, I think it's a good show. No, it's an awesome I think show. Kurt Kurt does a good job, and whoever he got to do the intro was good. But you could totally tell that all this shit was like Kurt's manifesting, even on yeah. the intro, like the motherfucking bot. I don't think yeah. I don't think I would say manifesting. I would think complete sabotage and hijacking yeah. of No Mercy. He's been planning this since he left No Mercy. He's been trying yeah. to fucking like just shut us down. It's so. like when, when the WWF formed the NWO. Like, yeah, exactly. Well, we have a new shirt coming out soon for No Mercy with NMO. No Mercy. Order. Right. Um, so basically, let's get to uh, speaking of Taco Bell with Danny. Danny's story, his Taco Bell story. Everyone keeps cutting him off on it because it's stupid. Bill had a Taco Bell experience that recently happened, which was followed by, a, which was preceded by a book bag in a fucking highway, which was then... The result of Bill finding out that I'm Albert Einstein from uh, the first 15 minutes I wake up. So, Bill, what's going on with the universe? 
So Saturday morning, I go out. You know, I just walk out every every morning. I walk out to the front porch, see how the weather's going. You know, check my grass, make sure everything's going good. You know, and uh, it's yeah, nine o'clock in the morning, probably ninety friggin' degrees outside. Uh, there's a black duffel bag in the middle of the street in front of my house. And that's, Dead in the middle. Is a, you know, a busy street. You know, two ways, you know. And uh, dead in the middle, right on the lines. So I'm like, oh shit. There's either like a dead baby or a baby inside or, <laughs> or a dog. Like, You've been on this wait, podcast for way too long, time dude. Out, time out. your thought process. Let's address this right here. So. A dead baby. Was you that really find, your first thought? You well, find a backpack in the middle of the road. And the first thing you think is there's a dead baby or a dog in it. Yeah. First thing. And baby, that's normal. Baby that either is still alive or it's dead or a dog or something bad. Wow. Would I you mean, have had that thought process no, a year ago? No. Well, so if it was an old shitty bag, then I would say no. But I mean, was- yeah, because the baby murderers <laughs> usually make sure <laughs> to have the highest way. quality backpack. We've been <laughs> who would who would put a dead baby in an old backpack? Oh, well, so let, me, let me explain. So Only Gucci. Somebody who's going to do this would gotta respect go, the dead. Not plan it, but just go out and buy like the bag real fast. Uh-huh. The bag, you know. So that, that's what went through your head. That you had this whole thing played out. That someone killed a baby, didn't plan it, and then had to run and scurry and buy a brand new backpack to put it in to leave it in front of your house on the street. Correct. Okay. Good. And welcome to the. Welcome to the mind of Bill Roth, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, so you find the backpack. So I find the bag, bring it over to the porch, start going through it. As has uh, one of those workout bands in there, mm-hmm. a white towel, a mask, like a mask for, you know, like going to the store, everyone's wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Um, a pair bit, of, bit, bit, pair, bit. Pair of ear pods. Mm-hmm. Or AirPods. We don't need a full like ten minute description. We can well, we can pick the pace up uh, here you know, a little bit. Some nice stuff in there. Mm-hmm. The Beats headphones, those mm-hmm. new ones, and some mm-hmm. type of fitness tracker. Okay. Was do you think it was a, a male or a female? Probably a male. Not mm-hmm. not really sure. Well, how was wait? Here's it. Was the towel folded or was it just no, thrown no, no, in no, there? Just thrown in. Okay, it was a guy. Yeah, definitely. So I'm trying to figure out how it ended up in the middle of the road. No clue. How, how couldn't have fallen off a bicycle, couldn't have fallen out, out of someone's car. Because like, you're saying it was dead in the middle. It wasn't. Yeah, on, nobody threw it out because it had expensive mm-hmm. stuff in there. If it was an empty bag, yeah. Right. Can't figure it out like an hour and a half to, I can't, no clue how it ended up there. So this was frustrating, Bill, all morning. All morning, going nuts. Call, Tommy calls me, he had just woken up. I think you called me actually and woke me up. I kind of was just like, I was, I was not, I hadn't come to yet. I was oblivious. And then uh, we start talking and I tell him what happened. And I'm like, bro, I can't figure it out. We're trying to figure it out. And he goes, bro, he's like, I got it. He's like, it was somebody was getting into their car, put it on top of their car, drove away and it fell off. Oh, yeah. Right. God. The driver's side, the driver's right. side is in the middle of the road and Bill's house has a road leading directly to it where basically if you stayed on that road, you'd run through Bill's front door basically. So that car probably had it on there, made the right turn, which then slipped the bag off a little bit to the left of the driver's door as it hit the ground. 
That makes sense. Here, here's the other question. Was the bag, did it look like it had fallen or did it look like it had been placed? Does that make sense? Like were the handles on the top? No, I didn't. I don't really remember. It was just there. It like, could fall like it was placed anyway. It wouldn't matter. Yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah, mm. no idea. Um, but yeah, totally made sense. I was blocked. I've been trying to figure this out for an hour and a half, two hours. You're not that smart. Tommy fucking nails it right away. I'm the best. I go, God damn, bro. You're good. I'm like, you're fucking smart when you wake up. I go quick. Give me the lottery numbers for today. <laughs> he goes. That's two, so funny. He says two four seven. Now, when he asked me for the lottery, he just snap called. Give me, give me the lottery numbers. I go. What do you, what do you mean? He goes. Give me three numbers, quick. And I'm like two four seven. And he goes, okay. And then he goes, holy shit, that's my dad's. Bill's dad passed away a few years ago. And he goes, that's the three lottery numbers my dad used to play every single day. So I actually manifested a beautiful moment for Bill and his father in my genius brain in the first 10 minutes that I'm awake. So, that, wow. I mean, how crazy is that? Yeah, that's pretty insane. What are the odds of me picking Bill's father who passed away's favorite numbers that Bill, Bill plays lotto every day, correct, Bill? Scratch-offs every and everything? Day. Every day. That's a thing him and his father used to do. So that's like a bonding memory thing that he still carries on every day. And I picked the three numbers his dad used to play every day. Fucking nuts. That, that, those odds are pretty crazy, too. So yeah. I, I go, Tommy. I, I go, wanted to see if it was going to win, so I called him you later. You are a genius when you wake. He, so for 42 years, he could be waking up every morning. You know, when you wake up, you do meaningless, meaningless tasks. You go to the bathroom. You Brush your teeth. Face, yeah. Everything meaningless. Bob, Bob oh. takes a third of a shit. Tommy goes outside, mm -hmm. smokes a cigarette. That's like mm -hmm. four minutes. Yeah. So the first 10 to 15 minutes, he's you could do it blindfold. Like you don't know. Right, yeah, there's no thought that goes in. And it, you know what I would compare it to, Bill? Maybe. You ever have that uh, 10 minutes after you come where you're clear? <laughs> right like like everyone knows like you've been wanting to fuck this girl for like a year and a half finally and you and you're fucking you're all about it everything's crazy and you come and you don't want to talk to anymore for 10 minutes right like that's that's the only moment of clarity i used to have and this is a this is gonna sound funny gentlemen stop this right now re-listen to it three times okay this is the truth if you want to find out because every girl's concern is the guy's just trying to fuck me he doesn't really like me Every guy's concerned. No, I really think I like her. And how many times, guys, have you really liked a girl and then you fuck her and then you're like, ah, eh, whatever. Dude, I use the same test every single time. Right. Well, there's three tests I use. I think I've said this before. One is the jerk off. Let, let, me, let, me, let me wrap this before you fucking yeah. step on it. I just asked well, you a simple question. Say? Yeah. How many times oh. have you fucked a girl and then realized you don't like her that much anymore? I was going to say that's Most 10 minutes time. after is the regret phase. For right. Me. Yeah. yeah. So, Unless so, you really like them. Right. Yeah. And then, you know, if you mm -hmm. still want to talk to it doesn't next day, two days later. No. If right after you come, you still want to talk to her that first 10 minute window, then, you know, you like her. So what you yeah. guys should do whenever you're not sure, because we don't know. A lot of times we'd fuck girls thinking we really like them. You know, we don't know. We're, we're brain dead. Um, jerk off and see if you still want to hang out with her that night. It's the yep. easiest thing in the world. If you really are like, I think I like this girl, jerk off. And, and then right after you come. See if you still want to hang out with her. If you do, you probably like her. If not, fucking just keep it moving because you're going to regret it. Yeah, even easier. I always imagine them taking the most massive shit. And mm. if it doesn't bother <laughs> me, then I know I like them. I mean, Seriously, how could that bother that. you when all you do is shit all day? I mean, but, I mean, dude, you have to think That's of That's like of me getting somebody. mad about a girl smoking. 
Well, that's how I knew I liked Ashley. I, I imagined her taking a dump, and I, I was I thought that was cute, and I still liked her. I mean, does every episode have to do with Bobby's, Bobby's ass. ass? Yeah, every episode's I mean, Bobby's every ass. Every single one. I mean, it's fucking. It's a crazy. It's a crazy experience down there. Anyway, let's get back when, to. Yeah. So, let's get back to the story. So go on. So yeah. So I I figure out. I think that Tommy is a pure genius, like Albert Einstein, clairvoyant uh, genius, everything. When he first wakes up for the past 42 years and it's been wasted because he doesn't know it right. and he's never doing anything. You may, I may be able to fucking like uh, solve every mystery in the world well, in the I first said, 10 when minutes. When you wake up tomorrow, call me right away. I right. want the lottery numbers and then you could give me like the cure for monkeypox. Like, right. Yeah. Monkey. I'll figure it out. I'll figure out all the cures to the world. Yeah. Right. So I want all of that. So then Sunday comes along. No, 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 no. We're not even you I don't know. literally I missed the best part of the story. No, because I didn't tell you yet. Okay. So you I asked me when the lottery, not when it's drawing. I said it's 11 o'clock at night. Right. So that night goes on. We don't really talk about it. It goes, I don't ever say anything. To no, me. I asked you. I asked you. I said, did, did, did the lottery numbers win? And then you went and checked and you said, no, it lost. Okay. Yeah. So Sunday comes along. Um, I go out. So not, not outside yet again. This is before that. Tommy calls me. We're talking about he's going nuts because he's been drinking. He's hot. His air yeah. is not working. My AC out like went it. out. I missed the podcast. I'm fucking I'm like, Dude, so drunk. I'm two herpes outbreaks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, I have to tell you something. You're like, no, no, bro. I got to get this air conditioner on. I'm like, bro, it's important. You're like, no, no, I got to get this work. It was 97 degrees. My apartment was 78. I keep it at 59. I'm sweating. I'm dehydrated. I'm fucking drunk still, basically. I'm fucking sh- I'm sweating. He's trying to tell me something. I'm like, Bill, I don't give a fuck about anything you're telling me. Just tell me how to fix it. Because there's a schedule thing on my thermostat. So I didn't know if I was pushing the wrong button. I sent him pictures like, help me fix the thermostat. And he kept trying to cut me off and I wouldn't let him. So Bobby, so I'm looking and I, yet the day before, so New Jersey, most, I don't know about other states, but New Jersey has two lotteries. Midday and evening. Hmm. I go back and I look at the lottery numbers for Saturday again. And I never looked at the evening. No, you never looked at the midday. You looked at the evening. No, I never looked at the midday. And it comes out that the pick four was uh, four, two, seven, zero. <laughs> Does it matter the order? No, because you could play it. Back. No, you box it. Yeah, everyone boxes it. So you I gave him it? two, four, seven as the numbers. Uh-huh. And he asked me for three and I told him like the other one would have been zero because I I was going to ask him if zero is even a number in a lottery because I don't play the lottery. The three numbers I gave him ended up in the pick four. I would have played zero anyway, because that's how you get three numbers in the pick four Two, you know, you do one, 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 zero, two, four, six, zero. You you play your pick three and add a zero to it. That's what you do in the four. And, um, insane. That's he I got, I picked the winning lottery numbers, Bob lottery for that day. So here's my question. Uh, and, and Bill didn't play it. You did, First of all, you didn't play it. Why didn't I you do played, both of them? I you played never played midday? I didn't go to the lot. I usually get my lottery later in the day, like oh, around God. 5 o'clock. The, the evening numbers around noon. Oh, so you uh, played the, the evening one. Gotcha. around noon. So I went there at 5. I had missed the lottery in the afternoon. Never thought about it and just played the evening numbers. Ah, uh, so you played the what two, time four, seven, did ta- zero, What two, time four. did he give you these numbers? Like uh, 10, 11, 11 a.m. Yeah, 11 something. something, and then the oh, lottery. Yeah, you, you had to hit 12. that. Yeah. 
You had to hit that right away. Right yeah. away. Yeah. Well, I moves. So, so yeah, I got to literally. Do you ever, pretty... Have you ever thought about making your bets right when you wake up? Well, now I'm going to. That's what I told him. Like, I'm putting all my bets in the second I wake up from now and on. And then he calls me this morning. <laughs> And we're talking, and he's like, shit, I woke up 20 minutes ago. I was I'm so like, mad. <laughs> That's so funny. Hey, bro, Bobby, then he's talking to me about something later, like half hour after we're on the phone Saturday. And he's like, um, he's like, bro, it's so hot outside. No, 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 I'll tell this part. So then after that, and then we'll move over. So after that, uh, we're on the same phone call, on that same phone call. And uh, he's telling me 15 minutes, 15 minutes. We don't know about the lottery numbers yet. Uh, he's telling me, 15, first 15 minutes, you're a genius. First 15 minutes, you're a genius. Give me the lottery numbers. He had this theory on it. And then all of a sudden, we're outside, and I was like, yo, what the fuck? It's hot out. Have you been outside yet? I'm walking to the gas station to get cigarettes. And he's, I'm like, have you been outside yet? And he's like, Tommy, I just told you how I found a bag in the middle of the fucking street, and we did a whole exercise on it. <laughs> Are you fucking retarded? Yeah, I've been outside. And I'm like, and I look at my phone, 17 minutes into the conversation. Yeah, so he was yeah. right, 15 minutes, and then I turn into a retard again. We should try that. We should uh, Bill found- find a way to. Yeah. Uh, we should find a way to record as soon as you wake up. Yeah, that'll be easy for you to do. I'll have to do a solo fifteen-minute podcast. Yeah, you that's do right. that. Yeah, I'll just do a fifteen-minute so clairvoyant G uh, first thing in the clairvoyant morning. Clairvoyant G. Yeah, I'll drop yeah. it every day. Bobby, um, yesterday, f- yesterday yeah. I go out front and I on my fucking bench is Uber Eats Taco Bell. <laughs> Someone just delivered it to the wrong address. The universe is just giving oh, gifts. They give him a Bose, fucking Fitbits, fucking Uber Eats. What like is everything. going on? It's the karma for giving me the uh, PS5. Yeah, I mean it's 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 awesome. I'm like, people are just dropping stuff off for me. I mean, the guy the guy gave me coos. I'm connected yeah. to true by ringing the doorbell. I got mm-hmm. Fitbits and. The headphones, and then I got free lunch yesterday. <laughs> you so you you took it in your house and ate it. Well, I mean, it was so. It said on the thing to be delivered at eleven twenty nine a.m. Mm-hmm. I went outside at like twelve oh five. So it so it's like, been a half an hour. It's been is a half like, hour. Is that like the is the thirty minute food on your uh, deck the same as like the five second rule when you drop something on the ground? Pretty much. I tried to put it together what neighbor it was, and it could only have been one. And when I went to see if he was home, I would have asked him. His car was gone. So you so, made an effort to knock on a door to see correct. if it was there. Right. But he was gone. So what I figure happened. He's probably gone going to get lunch. Yeah, he got pissed <laughs> because his order never came and he went out to get lunch. Well, you got three, uh you got three burritos. So here Here's what I would have done. I would have let it. I, I think half an hour is fine to bring it inside on a 95 degree day. I would have let it sit another half hour in the house in case you get a knock from Uber yeah. or that person. Yeah, I would have put saying, it in the fridge. Yeah, saying, hey, uh, I put I brought this to the wrong house. That way you could say, here it is. I, I put it in the refrigerator. I didn't put a sticky you know, note on it. Yeah, with with yeah. fucking whatever. Well, no, and then, mi- missing person thing, like a milk cart. Somebody would have came and said that. I would have paid for it. I mean, uh, you know, yeah. I wouldn't have put up an argument. Yeah, because I, I think with Uber, I think with Uber, they take a picture of it when they leave it at the no, doorstep. No, these people don't even fucking go to your doorstep anymore. Are you kidding me? These fuck, dude, they're so fucking lazy. Uber eats. I order Uber eats every day, like like all the time. Like I'm fucking. It's a, they're fucking so. They don't take a picture. They don't fuck. It doesn't. You're they're so distancing. You're fucking. They don't do shit. 
it's uh, I see it all the time because I get packages all the time. My mom's always ordering shit too. And the guy yeah. next door, two houses down, he's a Indian computer Uh-oh. expert, and he's ordering computer what? parts. I think he's building like some type of massive computer over there. You better or a fucking bomb. burn that shit down. Yeah, <laughs> like that house he, on fire. Uh, he gets uh, Amazon all the time, and they take a picture when they drop it off. Right, Amazon. Yes, yeah. the. Uh, so I know Uber no, Eats doesn't. I found my I found my Meatball Hero because uh, the Uber Eats maybe in the South they take a picture of it, but I, it, no, they're probably supposed to. Yeah. Okay, that's weird, man. I know they don't. The reason I know is because when I lived at my other place, I just moved. So when I lived at my last apartment, uh, it was hard to find. They would always they would always have trouble finding it. So I used to have to sometimes, and Bill knows it would piss me the fuck off. I'd have to walk down, walk fucking, around your apartment, yeah, go down like. five flights of stairs through the elevator and then walk out. There was another 20 yards to the front door. And I would literally go flag them down in the street a lot. And they would just hand me the bag through the window. So if they were taking a picture, they would have to take it then. So Bill, uh, let me ask you this. Would you feel like a dick if some old lady knocked on your door and you got fucking taco sauce on your uh, shirt? And dude, fucking I, cheese and shit. I didn't, I didn't eat it. And you Salsa stain on his shirt. Chunks of tomatoes is fucking laying there. Speaking of Uber Eats, it's a good tie-in because I did want to get into this discussion for a few seconds um, on Uber Eats tipping, okay? So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring both well, of you guys in on this. I was going to say, Tommy, how much do you think that order cost? Nah, I fucking... From Taco Bell... Actually, every... It kind of dovetails in what I'm about to say here. So let me, let me, let me tell you exactly how much that would cost. Because if you go to fucking Uber Eats, all right? So I realized how much I've been getting raped uh, by ordering Uber Eats. It's and the I, biggest Who's highway. been telling you this from the beginning? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't look at prices of anything. I just pay for things. So I'm oblivious to everything. And Bobby, right. I've never ordered Uber Eats in my life. Because Bob, I can't Bill, say Bill, anything. I ordered last night. Yeah, but Bill's fucking 85 years old. So it's basically that doesn't even count because Bill's fucking cuts coupons and shit. Yeah, I, that, that that still amazes me uh, how frugal Bill is, and I'm actually impressed by it. it. Here's how stupid I am. I ordered Uber Eats from a pizza delivery service. So, like, I didn't – I mean, I could have easily just called Pizza Hut and gotten it from Pizza Hut, but yeah. I ordered Pizza Hut from Uber Eats, so I probably paid double whatever the delivery fee. Yeah, I mean, I do, first I of all, pizza, pizza Hut's not even pizza. Yeah, that's, that's what stopped doing. In the South, they eat Papa John's down there, dude. Oh. I actually disagree, and I remember distinctly asking Tommy and Kurt when we were kids because I always wanted to know what their favorite pizza was, and we were like twelve, and because they have access to the best pizza in the world, and I remember Tommy and Kurt saying they love Pizza Hut. Oh, we were God. ten. Yeah. Why are you gonna judge me off my taste buds at ten? <laughs> I knew three, I, you're ten years old. You know three things: Domino's, Pizza Hut, and the place up the street. Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese, right. That's the important point. So here's the thing. To answer the question and the dovetail into the Uber Eats thing, because this is a major conspiracy. Huge Uber Eats conspiracy going on here. So I'm going to ask you guys this. $7.91 is three soft tacos and a, and a soda. That's what Bill had, right? Well, no, it was uh, three burritos. Whatever. Um, $7.91. Yeah, <laughs> that's actually a big I mean, deal. Shut up. So $7 is <laughs> fucking idiot. So $7.91 is the total for that. Guess how much it comes out to when you're done. That's how much bucks on there. What is that? Is that after the service no, no, charge no, no, no. and the tip? No, with the service charge and the tip and taxes. Uh, $18? $15. Yeah. I mean, they, it's just because I know what they did. Yeah. $8 it. item. 
has a $2.99 delivery fee and a $4.10 taxes and other fees. Oh, processing fee. Right. So $15. Like, first of all, I would never notice this because every single one of my Uber Eats orders is $70 to $100. And someone called me out on it in the Discord saying I was lying. And I showed him the screenshot. Every order is 80, 90. I just order everything on the menu. So I never notice it. Who cares about three, four hours when you're spending 80, right? But I would freak the fuck out if I'm spending $7 on something and it charged me 15. Then I got to leave the guy a tip on top of it. Oh, that's yeah. about the tip? No, that's not with the tip. That's the delivery fee and the taxes. So oh, my- So add what? So let me go. Let me go do it. So now, now here's the other thing. Then when you go to put the tip in, now I'm- a compulsive over tipper, right? Like I insanely over tip. So I never have, I never use this thing. I always go to custom, right? But this is how the question came up, Bob, about how much should you tip the Uber Eats guy? And we have a little theory here. So they auto fill it. It says, cheers to you, $2. You're great, $3. Thank you so much, $4, right? You're my oh, hero, yeah. $5. And it auto fills to $3, which is 20% tip on a $15 order. So now you click place order. Now you're up to $18 for a $7 taco. That's probably less than that in the store. Oh, my God. I mean, think about what these people are paying. How do broke people use Uber Eats? Like, you're fucking insane if you're broke and you use this. If you have money, who cares? This is fucking all nonsense. But, I mean, dude, that's insane. Now, Bob, here's the thing. So let's say you got a $20 order on Uber Eats. What is a Mm -hmm. fair amount to tip the guy? And how are you going to determine it? All right. So you said a $20 order. Well, on let, me, let, me, let me rephrase it. Um, my orders, this is how it came up. My orders are usually like $80, right? Mm-hmm. So if I get an $80 order, I never know what to tip the guy. Because at a restaurant, if it's 80, I'll leave him 30, 40 bucks, right? I just, you know, just, I don't care. I'm in a restaurant, whatever, blah, blah, blah. At a bar, same thing. But an Uber Eats guy when I'm getting an order from literally up the block and I just ordered a bunch more shit, do I always end up giving this guy fucking like 15 bucks because it's the 20%. And I'm thinking, I'm like, that's insane to give this guy $15 for driving a block and a half. Yeah. 15 bucks is ridiculous. What about 10 15%. even seems ridiculous. I'll be honest with you. I think a five spot is perfect. I, I think, I think, a, I think that's a healthy number. Right. So, I mean, realistic, but I never know. So I always go higher. Right. But realistically. So then I started thinking about it. The other thing is who should get a bigger tip? This is where it's retarded. So if you guys are working at Uber, if anyone's from Uber Eats, go to my Twitter at Tommy G Returns or at Bob's Lessons or at Better Odds underscore New Jersey. Go to our Twitters and let us know as a driver what you expect and what you think. Because here's the scenario, Bob. If I'm getting an Uber Eats order, of $20 from a restaurant in Newark, right? Which is 20 minutes away. Or I'm getting a restaurant, uh, an order for $80 from a place next door to my apartment. Why does the $80 close order get a $10, $15 tip and the $20 far order get a three, four, $5 tip when I'm taking more time out of that guy who's coming from Newark where he can't make other orders. Meanwhile, the guy who's getting the pickup up the street and dropping it off next door is getting 15 bucks. And the guy going to Newark for my order is getting five bucks when it takes up the same space in the car. 
And here's the other thing. It's not like they divide the tip between all the people. No. Like when you're in a restaurant, like usually they either do tip sharing or like, you know, the, the server's constantly bringing out all these orders. Boom, 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 boom. And there's a connection between the server and the restaurant. And, and an the $80 order is more trips than a $20 Correct. order. So but it makes this sense. guy... It, this guy is just taking an eighty dollar order. Order maybe it's two, three pounds heavier than a twenty dollar order. Maybe four pounds, or maybe it's just steak in instead bag. of cheeseburgers. It could be the same weight, right? Yeah, it might even be the same weight, carrying it less distance or less. Honestly, because I gas. order lobster rolls a lot from the place next door to my place, so that's the lightest thing. It's the most expensive. Yeah, I mean, it makes absolutely no sense. I mean, I'm almost w- wish they would do something where the tip is kind of having to do with the mileage more. Yes, than the price. that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, if you get an Uber, it's more expensive if it's going further, right? So if a guy's driving me to Newark Airport, I'm going to tip him fucking more than if he's driving me to Bill's house. Yeah, I can so be on board with that. We all tip wrong on Uber Eats. I think we should all start tipping based on the distance the driver has to come to you instead of the size of the order. Cause it's nothing more than a bag and a passenger seat. Yeah. I'm I'm on board with that. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Bill. I mean, listen, I just think that whole thing is ridiculous. Anyway, I would never order from there. I think it's a rip off. Uh, I just go out and get it myself. I mean, how much did you say those three tacos were in the beginning with the soda? $8. It goes to 18 with tip. Okay, so if I go to the store right now, I looked it up, it's six fifty nine. Right, that's what I said. It's probably seven ninety one is probably already upcharged from yeah, the store price. Yeah, they're already dar- charging you. <laughs> three like times dollar, as much. Yeah, another dollar fifty. That's insane, bro. Yeah. That's insane. It's nuts, right? Wow, and- that thing is a ripoff. And they're doing it now? They're doing it, and it's everybody's doing it, bro. Every, yeah. You can order anything from home right now. Yep. You want a pack of cigarettes? Someone will get it for you. Yep. And it goes into it goes into my theory of trying to make the whole world world broke. That's Not what they're trying broke. to do. They're trying to suck the money out of the world. They're trying to get it all put online. They're trying to get it all in NFTs. They're charging up for everything. Inflation's going through the roof. They're hiding baby formula. They're raising the gas prices. They're just, it's part of the NWO plan. They don't want you to leave your house. Yes, they want you trapped yeah, inside. Too. That was the lockdowns, right? They're, they're conditioning us. And we're going to get into monkeypox in a second. They're conditioning us to be locked down, broke, and fucking suck all the money out of society because you can't take down society until you take the money flow out. And this Uber Eats is part of it. Well, now, the other thing is like what they do with Uber is like, they're really adamant on you not making contact with the driver. Yep. Like when they're like, wait for the driver to drop it off. You know, you don't have to contact them. Every time the I order, Bob, it says, would you like a no contact delivery to just drop it right at your door? And I click yeah. no. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Fuck that. No. Yeah. It's probably a smarter idea. Worst part about Uber Eats. Ready for this? You tip before the guy gets to you. That's, That's what I don't understand. the other thing that is ridiculous. What the fuck? Like, dude, every order I have is missing sodas, missing fucking sweet and sour sauce, missing fucking this, missing a fucking lobster roll. Everything's all fucked up. So I got So I tip this guy. I pre-tip these people, and I tip them heavy, heavier because it's before they get here. So I want the guy to like me and not fucking eat my food and be like, oh, this guy's a good tipper. Let me go take care of him and do a better job. But they, you have to tip him beforehand. So all of a sudden, your food never fucking shows up on time. He's driving all over the fucking universe. Half the shit ain't there. And he got nothing to fucking worry about because he's getting his ten bucks regardless. Well, let me ask you this on on the on the 
on the end of the uh, Uber driver. So are they responsible for getting to the restaurant and making sure that the order is correct? They're supposed they to be. Yeah, they're supposed so if the to. The order is incorrect. It's part fault of the Uber driver. Um, if it's like McDonald's, like uh, McDonald's actually puts that seal on the bag now to prevent the Uber drivers from Taco fucking Bell eating your food. Shit. Taco Bell had the seal also. Yeah, they have to steal them because all the fucking Uber drivers were eating everyone's food. They pulled the Uber drivers and like 80 percent of drivers stated that they've eaten other people's food before. So if you get French fries, they're reaching in and grabbing some French fries out of your bag. Wow. Dirty fucking hands. Well, let me ask you guys, would you do that if you were hungry? 100%. Yeah. I used used to do it all the time at the restaurant. We talked about that. Would you pull a pepperoni off a pizza? I'd eat a whole fucking pizza and say it didn't get to me. Oh, my Ah. God. (laughs) That's what happens late, too, by the way. if you, I always order late. Dinner time for me is 1130. So because I don't go to bed till 5. So Can I collude with Bill Rupp and say, order this. It's not never going to get to you. And then you like, you know, call and say it never got to me. And then I get a free meal. Yeah, probably. Or, I mean, what, dude, you can't order from places that are about to close late because the drivers will just take your food and never show up. It's happened to me a million times. Oh, I've heard Tommy a million I times. I bitch about it all the time. Like it's their last, they're, they're shutting their shift down. And they get a big, uh-huh. nice order that they know their family would like. And they just, fucking, <laughs> they just take it home. Yeah, they just take it home. Fucking eat that one eats. you ordered and the, the lady said she can't find you. And yep. you saw her like for a second. I saw her turn around. Yeah. I was tracking it, her. Uh, yeah. It she picked like it up and you could track them. So I'm sitting, it was already an hour late. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm, I'm messaging her. I'm like, are you on the way? Because I see her. She's like. Yes, you see I'm her ha- texting? She's like, I'm having trouble finding your place. And I see her just getting my food. And heading in my direction, she just I go, you just drove right past it. And I go, come, turn around. I'll meet you outside. And then I can never get a hold of her again. She just disappeared and drove away. And it was like $150. No, oh oh, it's a huge order. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, always, she took that home to her kids. They take those big orders home to their kids and fuck you. So uh, let's get to uh, monkeypox here. Uh, we have some uh-huh. other stories that we'll tell. But again, I don't want to go an hour in. I think we're already 40 minutes in on the bullshit. Uh, and it's so funny too, by the way. Half the messages I get are I wish the whole podcast was just the first 30 minute banter and half the messages I get are, can you stop with the fucking banter at the 30 minutes and get to the conspiracy shit? The people, those of you in the first category, I love you because I think it's funny and a podcast isn't just, it's not a research project. It's supposed to be entertaining. You're supposed to want to get to know the people who are doing the show. That's part of it. And you could always fast forward it. So shut the fuck up. Fucking retards. Not to mention, we put the goddamn timestamps on the fucking flyer now, Bob. So the flyer fucking says what time the real shit starts. So what Almost are you complaining like you about? Highlight, highlight the timestamp in which it, you know, transitions. No, from- people should fuck them. People should just not be so fucking stupid. You have a list, and it says Tommy talking about Bob's asshole, Bill talking about his dick, like this, and then it says uh, fucking monkeypox. Well, start there. Well, listen, listen, I'm a man of the people, not fuck you people. I love you all. Fuck you people. Love everybody. You're full of shit. Everyone hates people. I just say it. I take your criticism and I put it and I think about it and then we go over it. I do not. I take your criticism. I get on a microphone and I yell at you for it. (laughs) (laughs) Because if you knew how to do this, you would have been the number five podcast in America. So shut the fuck up. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and everyone's got an get input. Hired now that uh, Jordan Peterson got canceled. I mean, yeah, I mean, listen, we, we should be uh, should hit number one soon. I We're saw gonna... a podcast of his up though. 
Yeah, no, his podcasts are still up. He just his Twitter's gone, so he's gonna have uh, he's gonna notice what I noticed that slowly over time people fall off a little bit, and uh, if you don't have your Twitter to put it back in their face, so he had over a million followers before he canceled himself, um, which could be a topic that Jordan Peterson, one of the biggest podcast guys and one of the biggest you know speakers uh, on motivation and con- conspiracy shit, uh, literally called the sports illustrated girl he didn't even say anything he just said she's not beautiful or something like that and then all of a sudden he got attacked and then he deleted his he said he's not tweeting anymore hmm the fuck is that dude you're supposed to be like what the fuck is that what oh my headphones i had a he's supposed to be the one that doubles down on all yeah dude like you're a leader in a fucking movement of free speech this isn't the first time this has happened to him where, he, where he's fucking folded like a bitch. Dude, I heard a lot of people saying, I don't know much about him, but uh, I just know he's always above us on the chart. And he's like the guy above us and it pisses me off. Um, but a lot of people don't like him and think he's, you know, a fraud or whatever it is. But, but I mean, now early- I do. I mean, now I don't know what to think of it. Like, what the fuck, dude? You just shut your Twitter off because a bunch of libtards came at you? Double the I fuck mean, down. His early YouTube was great because he would videotape his lectures uh, I'm trying to remember, University of Toronto or something. They were great lectures with with. Yeah, I've seen some of his videos and they were phenomenal. And so one of his videos went viral because some of his students were challenging him and videotaping it, and he was basically, you know, dispelling whatever information they had with, you know, with scientific. You know, they were getting all emotional and call, calling him names and all that shit. And he was remaining very calm and standing firm right. on his ground and speaking to them eloquently and calm. Right. And and that was his whole persona and mo is that he wouldn't back down from all this bullshit and now we've seen more than one occasion in which he has i mean this is crazy bill even asked me bill you were like what bill you didn't really know what canceled was right no i'm not gonna be canceled if his podcast is still up right and it was they canceled him it's like a term for you know they basically chased him off twitter so i mean this dude's got a million and a half followers and you're gonna let fucking a few libtards fucking chase you off twitter wouldn't you want like all press is good press i mean and especially when it's attacking free speech, because that's his M.O. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, dude, that's the time where you got to be like, I don't give a fuck if you think this chick is beautiful. Like, she's fat. Like, instead yeah. of being like, oh, I didn't mean what I said. And fucking I'm not going to be on Twitter anymore. Meh. It's like the fucking uh, QAnon people like, ah, Twitter's hard. I'm not going to be there anymore. They deleted my account. So I'm going to go to Getter and fucking Parlor and Truth Social. It's like, no. Like, well, they deleted me from Twitter. Yeah, they deleted you from Twitter, just like they deleted 90% of us who are still on there. Make a new account. Well, I did. It got deleted immediately. Did you use a new phone and a new VPN and a new email address? No. Oh, uh, that's too hard. I'm going to go over here where everyone likes what I like. Like, and then I'm going to talk about fucking Biden being an asshole and Trump's the best because now I'm just surrounded by people who think like me. And that's what free thinking's all about, to surround myself with people who think nothing but what I think. That's how how I'm going to red pill the masses, by only talking to my own people who are already fucking red pilled. This is genius. And I get so many likes and so many follows because everyone thinks like me. How (laughs) times have changed. Holy shit. That's why I never got truth social. I mean, I've been saying this about No Mercy for years. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Christ. That's why you're, that's why you're here. 
Oh my God, I've been saying the same thing about this show. <laughs> the difference is, Bill, this show is on Apple, iTunes, and Spotify, well, it was, and all that. So we just give our views in a world of everyone is accessible to it. Getter and fucking Truth Social, those are just the only audience that sees what you're doing is people who think like you. So, no, not to Sam, you dick. <laughs> That's so funny, dude. Yeah, fucking. But uh, yeah, so Jordan Peterson cucked up. Uh, I mean, listen, I loved him. I loved him. I don't, I don't know much about him, so I don't know about the fucking fraud psyop shit or any of that. I don't believe anyone's a psyop anymore. I'm so fucking done with the psyop word. But um, I will say uh, I, I don't respect him anymore on that level, at least. But uh, Jordan, uh, unless you want to promote our podcast on your one and a half million follower Twitter, then then I love you. Oh, uh, speaking of lobsters, I love a good lobster from Uber Eats. Love a good lobster. Oh. So, uh, monkeypox. We have a big thing going on here, Bill Rupp. Uh, you've come around on the COVID thing. You started off as a fucking mask-wearing, fucking vaccine-thumping, fucking yelling at me in the mall on the video, fucking, everyone's dying, everyone's dying everywhere, Tommy, we're all going to die, to uh, you've come around. And now uh, I think COVID is what, what made you more of a conspiracy theorist seeing what's going on with all this monkeypox is coming now how do you feel about it bill is our only regular person non-conspiracy theorist on the pod well i mean i don't know how people are getting it i mean doesn't you have to monkey it sounds like you get it from a monkey right? you gotta fuck a monkey yeah i mean you saw that movie what was that movie with the monkey uh with the ebola monkey. virus monkey. outbreak oh, outbreak yeah. there you go outbreak when mm -hmm. the guy got scratched and they had to find the monkey mm -hmm. and every, everybody's going to die. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, that's what I think of when I hear monkey pox. I mean, listen. I think of, uh, remember the movie 12 monkeys? Mm -hmm. Oh, good. Movie. I don't know if you got, you ever seen that one? So dude, yes. this is fucking great, great because not only is it predictive programming, but it has everything that you want, you know, in a conspiracy theory. But like the whole, and also it had uh, what's this Bruce Willis in it, who recently is in the news. So all this stuff kind of, you know, is coming together. But with the whole thing with with the notion of twelve monkeys is that it was a, it was a plague that was supposed to wipe out humanity, and there was this thing called the Army of the Twelve Monkeys, and they were kind of like the faction or the secret society. Not only did they want to con you know destroy the world's population. But they actually wanted to evaporate time and space so they could be immortal. Hey, we've oh, talked you know. about that before, right? So they wanted immortality, and they used this thing called a titan, which I think is like <clears throat> similar to like a cube, to where they could use time travel and travel through time and space to eradicate this linear thing known as time, and then they would be immortalized, which is kind of like that Puff Daddy thing, like I'm now a frequency. Like, you know, mm -hmm. does this allow these fucking people, this cube – you know, like, or even we've talked about that, uh, what's that, man, what's that fucking chair that was used for time travel that we see in our Oh, that was, um, but, uh, fuck Christ. Um, but you know what I'm talking project, about. Uh, it wasn't Project Blue Beam. Uh, man, dude, we've talked about it so many the, times, the, the, Oh my God, dude, how are we both forgetting this? The chair, when they found the Nazi technology in the chair that people were sitting in the chair and they were able to travel. Yeah, there was time. like this chair. Yeah, I mean, so basically, you know, similar thing, but the whole notion of, of the army of 12 and the 12 monkeys is that it was a, it was a secret society, you know, that was not only Montauk Project, that's what it was. Mon fuck, yes, yeah, it was the Montauk Project. Fuck, I was, I was sitting here to scream. Okay. So, you know, so the army of the 12 monkeys is, is important because 
it's kind of the same thing that was happening, you know, with Agenda 2020. And we're seeing predictive programming with the monkeys. I even think, you know, shitting on NFTs anymore. You know, you're trying to... We talked about how you manifest things into existence. I'm wondering if this whole NFT ape, board ape, monkey fucking shit helped manifest this monkey pox, you know? Mm. So... Like it's so I mean, you much- did have the bat coin. Remember the official new yeah. coin, the official Billy, you love coins. The official new quarter for 2020 was had a bat on it. And then we had the fucking coronavirus that took place in 2020 that they said came that out of the lab. From someone, from a obviously no one ate a yeah. bat. That's not why it happened, but that's what they told us. And the other thing, ding, 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 is that there was recently a case of uh, outbreak of monkeypox, supposedly in our famous Broward County, everybody, that we've talked about. The Florida Department of Health and CDC are investigating a presumptive case of monkeypox in Broward County. According to health officials, the case involves international travel and person remains in isolation. So now we have an even deeper conspiracy that Broward County is involved in fucking monkeypox. And we just did, Bill, with uh, Dwayne Haskins. When Dwayne Haskins died, we did the whole... Where did it happen? Broward County, right? And Anna Nicole Smith, Broward County. Everything's Broward County or Dade County. Those are the two. Mm-hmm. Broward County and Dade County are the two places that every single fucking conspiracy comes from. Uh, by the way, uh, you guys want to uh, talk about something for one second that none of the fucking truth social people want you to talk about? One second. Go to your Google. Everyone listening at home. We as conspiracy theorists love symbolism, correct, Bob? Yes. We live for it. And we love black cubes, right? (laughs) Everyone talks about the black cube and fucking, you know, Saturn black cube. They're Illuminati. They're evil. Uh, Have you seen the Operation Warp Speed logo? Oh, no. Go look at it. Operation Warp Speed trumps Operation Warp Speed. Go look at the logo. Operation Warp Speed. Everyone listening, go do it. Oh, my God. But no one's going to talk about that. That fucking Trump's warp speed literally has a black cube with a fucking Corona on top of it in the middle of it. No, dude. I mean, come on, dude. I'm not allowed to talk about it. I'm a fucking psyop because God forbid I speak negatively about the fucking almighty Donald Trump. <laughs> like fucking you guys just aren't now that it's so funny because you know what's funny? When I was in the fucking Trump derangement syndrome, but not the fucking people who hated on him being deranged by it. I overlooked and didn't look into things, right? We didn't look into Trump because we just trusted Trump blindly. A Project mm-hmm. Warp Speed has a fucking black cube on their fucking... If this was fucking Biden's new Project fucking Banana Speed something for, for monkeypox, do you really think the conspiracy people wouldn't be fucking firing this out? Millions oh, of tweets. If it was Biden fucking... Oh, oh my God. Warp Speed. Oh, my God. You would see nothing but this. Meanwhile, Operation Warp Speed's been out for two years, Bob. You're a conspiracy theorist who digs into everything. You've never seen this. No, I've never seen that. No one talks about it. Let's think about the term warp speed. What is warping, essentially? I mean, when you talk about the black cube, it ties perfectly. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we do discuss time travel. We discuss warping, you know, and and the, the, the notion of warp speed is very interesting, too. Yeah, and uh, hold on. Let me see this. What was the Baphomet? The Baphomet. The, was there three fingers up in Baphomet? Uh, two. Is there three or two? Two. 
thought there was okay. All right, cool. I was gonna say because I'm gonna dig in the rest of this fucking. Logo what now. what's so bad with having a uh, the the COVID symbol with uh, like a cube thing behind it? So well, the yeah. Bobby, you can talk about the black cube. Well, well and this we is what's great about having Bill here because we just assume things, and it's there's a lot of people listening who don't even know what that means. Good job, Bill. Bill, remember when uh, I sent you that picture of Doja Cat uh, at the Music Awards, and she was holding that that Saturn purse? Yeah. Remember, it, it looked like Kill Bill Volume One. Yeah. That chick that was that was holding that uh, what was that device? Uh, that little ball that had the spikes on it that she yep. was swinging. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, we've t- talked extensively about the elite's obsession with Saturn. Uh, we we see black cubes all over, and and so on Saturn on the top of Saturn, there's this hexagonal uh, cube like pattern, like a storm cloud, hexagonal storm cloud, and so a lot of stuff that that ties into you'll start seeing black cubes everywhere in symbolism and like why are the elites so obsessed with saturn and why are the elites so obsessed with this black cube and so a lot of that symbolism has to do with the storm cloud on uh the top of saturn so even when you hear stuff like satan worshiping they talk about saturn worshiping and how the 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 symbolism is very similar so when we start seeing all these the symbolism of cubes with anything, we immediately go to that theory. So when we see the cube on the Operation Warp Speed logo, you know, that's why Tommy's trying to say, like, you know, you think Trump's, you know, your hero. You know, he's using the same symbolism as all the people that we speak out against. Yeah. So, I mean, it's uh, it's basically the, the long and short of it is that Saturn uh, is the planet <clears throat> that the demonic people worship. And the black cube is directly tied to Saturn. You could actually search for those of you that don't know about it. You could actually just go to Google and search black cube of Saturn. And you'll Basically, see tons of shit. Basically, Bill, their black cube is like a Christian's cross. Does that make sense? Gotcha. Like, you know how, like, we'll wear like a cross necklace to symbolize Christianity. They'll, they'll wear a black cube in the same, same kind of premise. Yeah. And, uh, like and that's what they another worship. thing with the black cube is it like, uh, it represents like bad memories and bad thoughts and things like that too. So, the fact that Trump put it on Operation Warp Speed and no one fucking ever mentioned it is just the most fucking, the most truth social thing in the history of the world. Back to monkeypox. Um, so monkeypox, uh, basically what's going on here right now is if you haven't heard, this may be the next biggest thing in the world. Bob grazed over Event 201, but Event 201 was an event, an actual event that took place uh, with the World Economic Forum. Uh, in December of 2019 or November of 2019. So six months before COVID, okay? And they basically did a whole fucking event. It's like a five-hour fucking video of them mapping out what would happen if COVID-19 too, like not just a random thing happens. Like they literally said coronavirus in it. They said if coronavirus were to outbreak, they said if it was eaten by, if it was someone ate an animal and it spread from blah, blah, blah. And they give this fake um, scenario, air quotes, fake scenario saying, okay, if this has happened and they pretend like they're using this so that they could prepare, they go through the exercise. All right, what would we do here? Well, we should do this. Okay, let's see how the algorithm tells us that would work out and blah, blah, blah. So they did event 201 is something everyone should look up. It's really, really the... It was the thing that set us off to know that COVID was bullshit because they just mapped the whole thing out literally fucking six months before COVID happened. And now with the fucking monkeypox, you have uh, a scenario here 
where and the full report is on nti.org. Um, it's all over. I reposted it uh, on my Twitter. Uh, but they did a war game run last year, right? On monkeypox, Bill. And they basically said monkeypox. This is last year. They said if we had a monkeypox outbreak and it came from like Barnia, they always use like some fake place, right? That it came from. Basically just fill in that fake place with China or Africa. Um, and it went live and they went through this whole monkeypox thing. Now, Bill, I want to ask you first, since you're not the conspiracy theorist of the group, okay? In this experiment and this war game that they did, monkeypox was supposed to hit the United States on May 15th of 2022. When did you start hearing about monkeypox, Bill? Last week. Okay. And last week is basically May 15th, right? Today's May 22nd or 23rd, right? Correct. Okay. So in the war games experiment last year, Bill Gates and all the fucking leaders of the world were doing a war games experiment where on May 15th, monkeypox hits the United States. Is that crazy or not? I mean, that's pretty crazy. But again, I think you're going to take this overboard. Right. That's I always do. You're going to go nuts. And then, I mean, listen, I smell a bet coming again. Uh, listen, we're going to definitely have a bet. You're we're going to definitely have a bet. You'd like to take a bet. I mean, I'm always... Does this involve thinking... Tommy gargling your nuts? I mean, he's, he already owes me uh, a dick in the mouth. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> it's my dick in your mouth. It's my dick in your mouth. At the end of the year, he's going to owe me 10 grand. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, I want to bet him that he goes to the view with me, a live videotaping. <laughs> That's what he wants to make the bets going forward. That Dude. instead of us betting like $10,000, he wants to make it so that if I, he, he's like, we got to find a bet that if you win, you get 10 grand fine. But if I win, you have to come to a live taping with me in the audience of the view and Drew's news. I would take a dick in the I'd mouth. Much rather pay ten grand. And I, keep in yeah. mind, this isn't just me going to a live taping, and you know, <sighs> like this is going with Bill Rupp, who's going to be in the audience screaming, "We love you, Drew!" Like I'm going to end up being on camera if I lose. I, like, and everyone's going to see me at the view, and then God forbid, I'm going to be a fucking the biggest psyop in the history of the world. Joy, do they ever give the best joy? <laughs> oh my god, dude! What if Bill got like all access? That would be even better. Bill. And they, and you know they'll probably only have like four men in the whole audience. Oh, so and they are going to put the camera definitely right put the on camera you. on two guys. One of them screaming like a fucking monkey. Oh. This is amazing. Dude. I mean, I told right, him. Now I would, that I think about it, I'd go in there looking like the fucking Unabomber. Like I'd have fucking you sunglasses. That, right? I'd have black. I know I can't do it. That's why I told him. I go. I can't. I literally for. My future, that's way worse than 10 grand. Because you know these fucking retards are going to fucking... Someone's going to send it to someone. Is that Tommy G? And then it'll be just fuck. We knew he was a psyop. And he just turned on Trump. He's fucking psyop. Discredit everything he says. Oh, destroy me. That's... that's the. I, I think if, if you lose, you should wear some kind of like I heart Joy Behar or some shit shirt to that show. I mean, I would wear I would wear a wig and uh, black sunglasses and a hoodie pulled down with a hat on. I'd literally look like the Unabomber. But, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, never. I'd probably put a fake beard on too, so they couldn't identify me. But that's what if the, you sit down with all that and they go, "Excuse me, sir, uh, you're gonna have to remove all that before we go live." <laughs> I'll fucking kill myself. I'll kill myself. I'll have my head between my legs the whole show. 
I look like I'm blowing myself for an hour straight. Uh, <laughs> just me like fucking Marilyn Manson. Um, so, so the monkeypox bill. So that was phase one. Okay. So this happened. This was a war games experiment. Um, and the, the documents are all there. You can read the whole fucking hundred page documents. Now it does say on bill June 5th that we're going to start to see uh, an increase in cases and deaths where we're going to have 1400 cases and four deaths. Uh, oh. This is probably worldwide, right? So no international warning or advisories. Okay. So we got about a week and a half to see how this is going. If we see that or anything close to that number, 1500 cases and four deaths bill, I'm all in. And that's where I'm going to go full Tommy G and me and you are going to have huge so, bets. So on the 23rd, which is today, mm-hmm. the White House put out a press release saying the risk posed to the U.S. general public from ongoing outbreaks of monkeypox cases reported in Europe, Canada, U.K. is low. The uh-huh. White House official told them this morning. Does that sound similar to what the U.S. put out? At the beginning, when the first uh, coronavirus outbreak took well, place, also yes, it is. Remember, well, Fauci said, came on and said, "There's no risk here. You don't have to stop going on cruise ships. You're fine. You know, we're going to get this under control. No one's dying." So That's the a valid senior point. director of global health and security and biodefense uh, at the National Security Council from the White House said, and and by the way, his name is Dr. Raj. Punjabi. <laughs> and by the way, and by the way, the kid who was making fun of me for my uh, text message tone going off just had it go off during the pod. Here he on. said monkeypox likely isn't much of a threat to the public at all. Um, <laughs> That's when you need to shit your pants. Yes. Said we've seen That's the exact moment. Fewer than 10 cases in the United States so far, not been severe. Flu-like symptoms and a rash, which can be painful, but resolves in two to four weeks. I mean, dude, have you seen that rash? If I see another person, guys, gross. stop posting that fucking picture yeah. of the hand because everyone's showing the one hand with the monkey pox and how they edited it. And how it was an edited picture that they're using for all this shit. Dude, stop posting that shit. Um, but well, Tommy, that's disgusting. Like how can they- pictures of like herpes or blue waffle or something? Oh, fuck, don't get know? me started Tommy, on herpes. Everybody again. knows this shit. Like what happened when you were like in fourth grade? And one person got the chicken pox. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, the whole class, the whole, class the whole school, and everybody had it. Bro, my, chicken pox are pretty goddamn nasty themselves. Yeah. And and listen to what it just said there. That you're going to get sores that are painful for two to four weeks. Bro, I had fucking COVID. I took ivermectin that day. Fucking 36 hours later, I was fine. And they shut the country down for it. Now you're well, telling me there's something that, here where COVID? we're going to get... Two to four weeks of sores and pain, and you're telling us to ignore it? That's how you know they they want us to ignore it because they want it to spread. Bob, what were you gonna say? Well, would you take this is COVID versus monkeypox? If you ha- if you could have a choice, like early COVID, COVID. like COVID, yeah, you would take. COVID. I take any, dude. I take COVID over anything because yeah, um, I beat it in 36 hours. You know, like so I've already been through it. My body probably has an immunity built up to it now. So if I got it again. And it was fucking bad for 24 hours. I'm not going to lie. It was fucking horrible 24 hours. But by the second day, I was fine. It just lingering cough that lasted beyond those 36 hours. That was it. But everyone's like, oh, I, I got two of these on True Social, Bob. Oh, you you said that you took ivermectin. So you trust uh, you trust Trump's. I'm like, no, I took ivermectin because Joe Rogan said so. Not because yeah. of Trump. <laughs> Trump. Right. 
Trump told you to take remdesivir. Everything comes back to fucking Trump. Trump told you to take remdesivir, which now they're all saying is fucking the worst thing for you over there. Like, they don't even know what they're saying. They're literally shitting on people for remdesivir when Trump's the one who fucking told everyone to take remdesivir. Joe Rogan told me to take ivermectin. That's why I took it. Maybe Trump echoed it, but fine. That's great. But so the how person they who sold out? me on it was Joe Rogan. How do they roll out monkeypox scare? Like with with COVID, they started showing these videos coming out of China. Uh -huh. People need to really remember this. Beginning, like the big scare with COVID was they were releasing. And this is why you never believe anything that comes out of China. Is that they were releasing video li of literally people dropping dead on the yes. fucking streets, Birds like they got falling sniped. out of the sky. Bird, people on subway stations like bleeding to death. Yep. Like like it looks like a horror movie. Yeah, dude. People and the people and, who were going to get them. We're wearing full, um, like, uh, what do you call those hazmat suits? suits? Hazmat suits. Yeah, that we're picking them up and put dumping the dead bodies. And I didn't see any of that. Yeah, none, none of, of that it. happened here. People weren't just dropping dead on the street from fucking. So, what people. are they gonna do with monkeypox? Like, where are they gonna roll it out from? Uh, you know I think I'm they're saying? gonna sneak it up on us. So that's what it looks like. It looks like they're starting to say it, and then you're gonna start to. Then you'll see the propaganda hit probably in a couple weeks. I think they're sneaking this shit out. They needed to spread first. So they're sneaking it out. So, Bill, scenario, move number two. It's called move two. Move number two of the monkeypox pandemic is that January 10th. So this is predicted by, keep in mind, I'm not just reading something out of a story. This is from the monkeypox war game run that they did last year at the WEF, I believe it was, World Economic Forum. Okay. According to this scenario, they nailed the date that it's going to start right. So we got to pay attention from that point on. June 5th will be a seat thing. Let's see if we have a few deaths from monkeypox by June 5th. That'll be important. If that's the case, even if it's June 6th, 7th, doesn't have to be the exact day. Um, what they're saying here, Bill, January 10th, according to this, this war game thing that they ran, 2023, 83 countries affected, 70 million cases, and 1.3 million deaths. Oh. They're saying by January of 2023, in this war game experiment that they did for monkeypox, which mirrors the war game experiment that they did for COVID when they nailed everything. Monkeypox engineered to be vaccine resistant. National responses, effect on early action, uh, intentional supply chain challenges. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to go with my man, Dr. Punjabi. <laughs> um, he says, historically, in countries with weaker healthcare systems, less than 1% of patients have died from this milder strain. We have access to vaccines and even treatments here in the U.S. So the risk, we believe, is substantially lower. Dr. Punjabi, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Punjabi, plus 350, let's, let's go. go. He is not worried. Let's go. So uh, you can. What if so you're not worried, Bill? Doctor Fauci with an Indian Doctor Fauci, Doctor Punjabi, for you, this monkeypox. You could take your little theory and basically wrap it up and throw it away. Um, well, hold on, hold on, no, no, idiot, no, because yes. Doctor Fauci, who was your fucking hero in 2020, when you were fucking running around, oh, Fauci said, Fauci said, Fauci said. Sound like a fucking, <laughs> sound like a fucking parrot. Parrot. Nah, Fauci. Nah, Fauci said. Fauci said. Fauci said, Fauci said to Tommy, put a mask on. Fauci said. So, <laughs> uh, so basically, Bill, you were fucking all in, Doctor Fauci. How he was the goat 
And he said the same thing Dr. fucking Punjabi's fucking saying right now at the beginning of COVID. And then he ended up flip-flopping and changing it. So wouldn't it make sense that Indian Dr. Punjabi is over there fucking saying this to us, Bill, to have everyone not take the monkeypox seriously so that it can spread? False. Okay. It's just false. You're an asshole. False. False. Dr. Punjabi said false. (laughs) Dr. Punjabi, baby. Oh, you're fucking such a dick. So so right here we have moved to 83 countries, 70 million deaths, 1.3 million died. We're already at like like COVID level right there, right? Yeah. A million deaths. We're already trained. We're already trained. Ready for this, Bill? May 10th, 2023, five months later. 480 million cases, 27 million deaths. Now, before that, I I skipped over it because we changed topic. Before that, it said international supply chain challenges, Bob. Hmm. So we're already having major supply chain challenges, are we not? Yeah, that means the value of my PlayStation is going to skyrocket. Right. There you go. That's a good. Ah! That's the important part of this. Uh, (laughs) So we already have supply chain challenges. We already have monkeypox hit on the 15th. Now move three, 480 million cases and 27 million deaths. What's the total COVID death number? Is it about the same? No, it's like a million. It's so so inflated. No, it's not. It's not. It's not that. People just hit a million. Yeah. It's like they're at a million COVID deaths. And keep in mind, they're at like fucking. There were 200 COVID deaths. They just fucking added all the other ones for anyone who died um, and had COVID. But um, so now, Bob, watch this. In move three, it says revelation of terror group origins. Okay. Uh, Infiltration of civilian biolab. So this is in the war games experiment. They basically said it started off thinking no for terrorism. Now by May 2023, they're supposed to come out and say that it's been from a bio lab and it was a terror weapon like they did with COVID when they said it was from a bat. Yeah. And then they said it from was from a bat. And then all of a sudden we said, no, it wasn't. It was engineered in a bio lab. And now months later, here's the same thing. You ready for this, dude? This, this, I don't give a fuck who you are. Okay. I'm not scared of any fucking, I'm not scared of a single disease that isn't called herpes. So that's the only thing I'm afraid of. I'm afraid of this. I wasn't afraid of COVID. This is kind of scary. In this experiment year, December 1st, 2023, 3.2 billion cases, 271 million deaths. Yeah, this is 12 monkeys. This is the plot. Uh-huh. Dude, 270. Do you know how many people live in the United States? 320 million? million? 300, 300, right? 270 yeah. million deaths would be you're basically killing the whole country of America. Now, obviously, right. this is spread out around the world, and other countries would get affected way more than us. But imagine everyone in America from disappeared from the world. That would be the fucking level of this fucking monkeypox outbreak. Now, read what it says below it. 271 million deaths. Global differences in national responses contribute to significantly variable outcomes. Uh, wow, same exact fucking thing that happened with COVID, right? Like, well, this country's doing it right. This country's doing it wrong. Key issues, international financing for pandemic pandemic preparedness and measures to strengthen national pandemic preparedness capacity. So, dude, 
They're saying 270 million people are going to fucking die from this. And I've been, I have a bet with Bill where he has to believe every single thing that's ever said out of my mouth from conspiracies. If we go into another lockdown and Bobby, we've been talking about how COVID was just a beta test and that Mm -hmm. lockdown was just a beta test. And they're going to basically run food supply shortages. We said this two and a half years ago. They said Mm -hmm. they're going to run food supply shortages. We said it was most likely going to be the climate change lockdowns that were going to be the thing to bring the second lockdown. But, uh, what do you think of this right now? This is looking like they're lining monkeypox up. Um, I mean, are you asking me? Yeah. I mean, I I think there's enough predictive programming in there. That's always the number one sign with me, you know, is the predictive programming element. But the other thing is we've already been trained. I mean, even when I go to the store, if somebody's standing within six feet of me, my initial reaction is like, whoa, back up. And then I have to stop myself and say, wait a second, this is what normal was you know, three years ago. So we've already been trained to distance ourselves. We've already been trained to lock down. Anybody under the age of of really 20 or 15, I'll say 15, any kid 15 and under, that's all they really know, you know, as far as their social development is is terms like quarantine, terms like lockdown, you know, uh, social distancing. These are terms that have been tattooed into their brains. That way you can, quote, warp speed the next lockdown Anytime this happens and, and people are trained to do whatever is necessary. So, you know, we'll, we'll see this happen very easily. The only thing I'm trying to figure out is how they're going to roll something like this out. You know, like with, with COVID, we saw the celebrities, right? Mm-hmm. The celebrities were getting COVID and talking about quarantining and all this shit right at the beginning. We even had a COVID draft where we drafted mm-hmm. people that we thought were going to get COVID and, and, and um, you know, co- even COVID casualties. So, Maybe we need a monkeypox draft to see gonna. who goes first. Here's my other question. How long before they try to change the name from monkeypox because the left thinks that's a racist name? Oh, they're definitely going to have to change it to something. They're going to change it to, you know, MP19 or something. So, <laughs> yeah, so. MP19. <laughs> uh, Bill, on a scale from one to deathly, how afraid are you of the monkeypox? Zero. Because <laughs> of Punjabi? And, well, mainly Punjabi. And you said this is like a game, right? You said it no, was no. War games, war so, games. Sim- so this is this is the right. So this is so, Tommy. Let me give you a war game simulation. Okay. If ooh, if uh, World War Three breaks out tomorrow, mm-hmm. right? Ninety million people will die within hours mm-hmm. if nuclear war breaks out. Mm-hmm. Are you worried? No. Okay, that's how worried I am about the monkey box. Okay, now let me give you a scenario. That same exact thing, right? Ask me the same question again, but then tell me Bill Rupp in November of 2019 told me, Tommy, COVID-19, coronavirus is going to hit the USA. It's going to cause lockdowns and supply chain issues, crash the economy and kill a million people, and the whole world was going to be sent into a spiral. Are you afraid? And I said, no. And then it happened. And then next time we do a podcast, two years later, Bill says, hey, war game scenario, blah, blah, blah. Would I be afraid? Fuck yeah, I'd be afraid. Tommy, we've already had this. So the first time it happened was that flu back in what, 19-something, 1920 or whatever. And then we didn't Everybody who lived back then is basically gone and dead. So we don't know how to react. Right, but what I'm telling you, the point you're missing is because we've already had it, Tommy. So now we know how to isolate stuff. We know how to put people where they gotta go. 
Uh, right. Okay. So what I'm telling you is, we will never, ever, ever be locked down again. Right. So Bill says we'll never be locked down again, which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard because it's definitely going to be another lockdown. It Bill, probably is going to be from communist Jersey. Yeah, it's you probably going to be another. Jersey. Yeah, you're definitely going to be locked down. We're all going to be locked down here. Never. Definitely another lockdown. Probably from monkeypox. If and I'll give you an official thing. If this, um, if this starts to track according to the war games war game that they played then oh my god she's so hot i love fucking anyway sorry got distracted got distracted by espn um uh, not aaron anders what's her name sam ponder um so if it starts to track then yes i will i will make my uh a firm bet with you that we go back into lockdown because of monkeypox but even if it's not for monkeypox we're definitely going on a climate change lockdown that's fucking nwo playbook from the beginning so we will be locked down again. That was a test. I you can't listen. We have to continuously bring this up that the midterms are coming yes. up, and the midterms are very important, very important. So we're having the uh, you know the racist shit going on. We're having the Me Too, the abortion, women's rights movement going on, and you know step three is locking down and controlling the voting. I mean, we're having we're mm-hmm. seeing. Uh, you know, a lot of forensic stuff coming out about election fraud. Yep. And so another lockdown is is eminent. This isn't fear mongering, you know, and I know you wanted to t- touch on this <laughs> because somebody asked if you wanted this shit. I, I want to kill him. So first of all, let me give Bobby credit, as we've spoken about many times, that in a November podcast um, of No Mercy before 2020, Bobby said uh, election coming up. They need to fucking cause it. Cue the race wars. And then we had the huge race wars, the BLM shit that was going on. We had George Floyd's situation happen literally almost six months to the day of Bobby mm-hmm. saying on the podcast, in six months, they will cue the race wars. So that was right around the same time, March, April, May, right? So that mm-hmm. you know, gives you a good four-month run-in. So monkeypox is tied right well, let's to- ask this. Was I happy when the race war started? Well, that's all things. So, prediction was correct. So I posted on Twitter- I wrote monkey pox locked monkey pox lockdowns incoming book it coming soon to an America near you winter 2022. Right. So that's all I posted. Right. I mean, lockdown season two. Right. So this kid writes to me, it's like you want it to happen. What? That's ridiculous. What in what I wrote says, I want monkey pox to kill 300 million people. What said that? And I wrote, uh, just because I know something's going to happen and want it on record and want to tell everyone, I- I'm fucking rooting for everyone to die, you fucking idiot. Like, these people are fucking retarded, dude. Too many right, people. Well, and then he go goes, he goes, nah, you're fear-mongering over it. What? Let's go back to that. When it doesn't happen, I'm going to come on here and rip you. Perfect. Perfect. Now, like I said, keep in mind, uh, this is on record. The beauty of No Mercy is it's all recorded. So it's all on record. So everything's here. I'm clarifying what I'm telling you. I just said it a minute ago, so I'm going to say it again. As long as this thing looks like it's tracking towards the war game experiment, I'm not just going to run out and take every fucking thing that happens. Oh, they they did a ran a test simulation for this and just jump on it like it's gospel, like other retards. I am going to then take it into account when it's the same people who predicted COVID in event 201, uh, the WEF meeting. And I am going to say right now, so that's why we like to do percentages on here, Bill. So right now, I'm 50-50, maybe 51% that lockdowns will happen. And I'm about 65% that monkeypox is going to be a monstrous thing. 
especially with the Biden announcement and all the, the all the right people that are part of the NWO are coming out and talking about monkeypox now. Need another week or two to make a final bet with you, but for right now, I'm on track. I'm trending trending yes. Where are you at, Bob? Well, with uh, COVID, there was a lot of predictive programming, even with masks, like the Snapchat mm-hmm. filter. Oh, that's had right. These mask filters, and everybody was using it, and it was becoming fashionable. Yeah. So that way, once you know, we were told to wear masks, which to me is like it's it's symbolic uh, of you know saying shut the fuck up. The NFT board ape community was huge, one of the biggest things, and you know it just crashed, by the way, and and but it gave, had enough damage. But here's the other thing. Do you not remember some of those NFTs with like the faces that looked like they were melting and fucking diseased? Mm-hmm. And like some of them were gnarly looking, like looked like these monkeys at fucking monkey pox. But I just I think that's enough predictive programming to put it into the you know atmosphere, especially with a lot of these fucking young kids, man. Like they're the ones that, that were trained in these NFTs. Logan Paul was buying NFTs like the board ape was like one of the biggest things, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's. Another one of the examples of, you know, what we're talking about, putting things into the, you know, into the uh, universe. And then uh, you get a knock on the door and it's not a PS5, it's monkeypox. Yeah. I mean, I, so so it's either. So what's your percentage on is monkeypox going to be a real thing or is it going to be murder hornets? Well, because keep in mind, it could be brain eating amoebas. It could be murder hornets. It could be monkeypox. Could be one of those or it could be COVID-19. Uh, based on everything and the fact that we're already seeing, you know, uh, elected officials talk about, we're already seeing that it was released in Broward County. Mm-hmm. Everything is set up correctly for it to be, you know, um, I think it'll be a mild version of COVID. I don't think it'll be as pandemic-y as COVID, but I do foresee maybe regionally there'll be lockdowns, you know, wherever the outbreaks occur, kind of like Ebola or whatever, but I, I don't think it'll be a globally. Okay. And let me read this too, and then I'll go to Bill. Uh, the Wuhan Institute, sound familiar? Wuhan, Bill. Wuhan Institute of Virology assembled a monkeypox virus genome, allowing the virus to be identified through PCR tests using a method researchers flagged for potentially creating contagious pathogen, the National Post can reveal. So this is from the National Pulse. The infamous Wuhan lab recently assembled monkeypox strains using methods flagged for creating contagious pathogens. So uh, this was three months ago. So three months ago, there was an article about the Wuhan lab doing some shady shit again, where they're basically creating these contagious pathogens so that they can invent a test for it. And they're saying that this could be another fucking uh, Wuhan situation with this bill. Now, I know you're not zero percent, but where are you at percentage wise on monkeypox being a real threat to America? Probably one to and maybe you're at zero one to five okay right so you're about call like three percent yeah maybe around there okay just because i've seen the picture and i've seen it but doctor says not to worry about anything um we've you're not worried it's been around before i am not so i mean so is covid coronavirus been around forever i am not and look how we handled it yeah. What about this? What about this one here, Bill? Monkeypox cases are exploding. We should be worried, says Dr. Eric Feigelding. No. Feigelding don't know. 
Feigl Ding don't know? You only yeah. trust the Indian doctor. Sorry, right? sorry, Feigl Ding. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> He's from TMZ. They interviewed yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. Later, Feigl Ding. I mean, I can't even look at these monkeypox. But, dude, the Bobby, the Bored Ape thing is a great tie-in because we talked so much about the masks, normalizing masks on Snapchat. That's right when that filter came out, six months before the uh, – and actually, a couple months before COVID hit. And the normalizing the fucking monkey shit, monkey, monkey, monkey. Uh, that's all we've yeah. been hearing about with the fucking bored apes. Yeah, and I'm also I remember reading, and I don't, I, and I don't want to like say that this is like factual yet, but I I did read like recently, like either yesterday or today, that there's something being ha- something happening where Biden's trying to pass like, like basically like pass the sovereignty of our of of the healthcare system to the World Health Organization mm-hmm. recently. Which I think is interesting too, if true. But I, I can't like, you know, I can't back that up with anything right now. Well, so if we, like, we'll dig into it. Yeah. If we get anything for it, we'll do it on the next pod. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll dig in. I don't want to do it if we don't have all the data. Well, I mean, I, like... I, I love how you just get out of like taking a bet or accepting the bet. You're like, well, if it goes to fifty. No, I didn't. No, 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 asshole. I said hold if on, I, hold on, I said in a week or two, on. if I feel confident, hold I'll take on. the bet. Hold on. See, this is the whole you thing. You fucking about- jerk off. Wait, wait, wait. This whole thing about a bet, Tommy. You can't say, hold on, let me wait a couple weeks to gather more evidence. Well, no. that's what, well, no, Bill, no. if I said to you right no. now. The bet is now. No. Because, no, because now you're going to. You just want me to go to the view. I'm not putting no, my view like. Wait two weeks. Because Bill, if you want to do a, if you want to do a fucking thousand dollar bet, fine. But if you want to do me go to the view, no. You want to do a thousand bucks on monkeypox becomes a big deal? Then yeah. You don't get to just wait until if it ever happens. And then of course I do. It's it's fucking my freedom as a free man. I can wait to do whatever I want. You make a prediction now or never. I'm making a prediction that I I said sixty five percent chance monkeypox is going to be huge. You just (laughs) you just had the balls to say on here. I'm making a prediction that fifty one percent. Yes, fifty percent. No. Shut up with that. Go li- you fucking jerk off. Go listen to the podcast, asshole. Go, li- go re-listen to it when you're done and you're going to hear me say. a real prediction like I did. Five, three percent. I did. I made 65 percent. How's your number good in my... How's that a prediction? Three percent. I'm 51 percent, 49 <laughs> <laughs> oh, Fucking fag. Make listen to me. Prediction to I think monkey... I said I'll bet you right now a thousand dollars that monkey pox is going to be a big deal i want you to go to the no and i said in a couple weeks if i see this tracking well obviously dummy bill you still won't think it's going to be a big deal if four people die four people die in two weeks i'm not saying i need to see it millions of people die four or five six people let's let's bet to see if the yankees make the playoffs but hold on i want to wait till september to make the bet to see bill you're bill you're asking me to make a bet on going to the fucking view and you want me to do that on a on a feeling no i'm gonna need to be 99 percent sure of whatever i'm betting you on that's not how bets work that is how bets work you basically as two people run a gambling company you scale up the size of your wager based on your level of confidence. So what you want me to do with the view, that's like a thousand unit bet. That's the end of my life. It may be the end of my brand forever. And I would probably want to kill myself the hour that I'm in there. So if I'm going to do a thousand unit bet, yeah, I'm going to be a hundred percent or 99% confident right now. I'll do a thousand bucks. It's like a one unit bet just to 
yeah, we'll throw something on it for right now, but I'm not betting my view life on monkeypox. Fucking asshole. Hmm. <laughs> right, Bob? I mean, am I wrong I mean, there? This gave me plenty of time to research what I just said. Okay, go. So now fill us in. Nah, so basically, oh, a lot of this stuff. Showing on TV, the monkey pox. On TV. Oh, here it comes, there Bill. Monkey pox reported in Florida, New, New York, and Massachusetts. All right. Um, Lockdown. I'm in. I'm in, I'm in on a I'm Lockdown. In, yeah. I'm not, making the, I'm not making five a beat, but I'm in. Expected cases in the U.S. now. All right. Oh, here I we ne- go. I need a few deaths. All I need is a few deaths, and I'm on board. Were they on cruise ships? That'd be another good one. 100 confirmed and suspected cases around the world. War Games said 1,400 by June 5th. 1,400 oh, and shit. few deaths. We're already at 200. And we just oh, need, shit. I just need to start dropping some deaths. What happened? So, so here's the thing is that uh, the basically, and this is like a lot of stuff's coming out of like Breitbart, you know. All like these, right all, now. Like, yeah. 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 So basically when we finish this podcast, something enormous is going to drop. So the theory is that Biden's planning to cede authority, concede authority to the World Health Organization anytime there's a, quote, public health emergency. So basically, imagine the the WHO, the World Health Organization. World Health Organization. Yeah, World Health Organization. Imagine if they had the authority to tell us what to do during the COVID pandemic rather than leaving it up to the states. That's basically what they're saying Joe Biden's trying to do giving the World Health Organization power. So if there was a monkeypox outbreak, we wouldn't be listening to our governors. We wouldn't be listening to our president. We'd be listening to a foreign agency of unelected officials telling us how to handle this monkeypox outbreak. Almost so sounds my like just went up. a new world order where That's one, one like. group gets to control the whole world's order, right? Like a new yeah. group is able to control the whole world's order. That's an interesting, uh, interesting thing there. But um, yeah, my percentage is is going up by the minute. It's still, still bullshit, Tommy. The the fucking picture they show is of some guy from like Africa with like a fucking stream behind him where he shits and drinks from. <laughs> he's, got fucking, he's got lesions on him. Those are lesions he has every day. The stream behind him that he shits and drinks. Guys, fucking eats and shits from the same stream. But you're worried, you're worried about the lesions on his hands. Yeah. <laughs> isn't that isn't that how outbreak started though? Yeah. Oh well. Oh, all right. You want another conspiracy tip here? I don't know if anyone has this. I think I got something, Bob. Here, because I said if we're gonna do monkeypox, I gotta dig. So I dug. Do you know that Stanley Johnson, Prime Minister? Of England's father. Okay. You know Boris Johnson, Bill, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Uh, I know Bob does. His father, Stanley Johnson, is pushing for the release of his 40-year-old novel, The Marbug Virus, Mm. which has a green monkey on the stop of it. Um, He's saying this needs to be pushed back out into circulation because it stopped printing. In Johnson's story, the equivalent of Wuhan is New York, The virus breaks out at the Bronx Zoo. Soon the rest of the world bans planes traveling from the U.S. The main characters are involved in a desperate attempt to track down a rare breed of green monkey, which was the source of the virus. Some subplots are more improbable than others. One involves a Brazilian uh, head of the World Health Organization and his deputy, a sinister uh, monocle-wearing Russian with an upper-class English accent, traveling to Congo to personally oversee the destruction of the monkeys. Johnson said there were lessons to be learned from this story, 
because he thought more effort should be made today into tracking the source of the current pandemic that's going on. So this whole book, which is, I'll say it again, the Marbug virus. Hold on, hold on. So you're telling me a guy who wrote a book who didn't sell shit is begging everybody to get to buy it so it could be re-released? No, no, that's not the fucking shit. No, that's not the fucking point of the story. The point of the story is that the guy who wrote the book about a monkey virus spreading all over the world is Boris Johnson's father. We've already seen the movies. Tell no, what I'm telling Bill, you're missing the connection. The movies. Boris Johnson is father. So when you start talking NWO, when you start talking to leaders of influential NWO fucking captured places, and his dad wrote a book about this shit, that's at least something that uh, we should look at. If no one read it the first time, no one wants to read it now. I'm going to read it now. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck him and his book. (laughs) First of all, who writes fucking books? (laughs) Should we put them on the forced genocide list? Who writes a fucking book? Hey, I'm Tom People Brady. that I'm write a, books. I'm Tom Brady. I want to write a book. No one's going to fucking read your stupid book. You know what? Right when I think of like writing books, I immediately think of Tom Brady. Yeah. The, the no, no, famous author, Tom Brady. Me, uh, let me write a book. Stephen King. Let me write a horror novel. Yeah, that's what I want to do. Read. Read. Reading gets me, <laughs> reading gets me real scared. <laughs> What's worse, people that read or people that write? I mean, they're both fucking weirdos. <laughs> people people who fucking read by night before they go to bed. Shut the fuck. Turn the fucking light off and go to sleep. I, I think they do that. I think they do that for attention. Oh, I think half that the people. readers. Yeah, definitely. Oh, my God. Bro, I, I dated a girl who did the same shit. I said, go downstairs and read or watch TV before you're you're not ready for bed. Yeah, you're not ready for bed. <laughs> I, I put reading in public up with smoking cigars in public. Like, oh, dude, like, I put those same people—the readers, the writers, all the book idiots—in the same pl- same uh, box as the idiots who go to Starbucks and sit there all day <laughs> on the fucking laptops. Oh my god! I love how everything we know about everything in the world comes from reading books. <laughs> you know what else I feel like? You know that game where you would guess, like, does that person have brown hair and you, you put the people down? Guess who? Yeah. You know that game? I feel like we're doing that with our listeners. We're like, people that read books and, like, our listeners. Oh, are yeah. My God. Dude, putting dude. them down, like, the guess who it's shit. Like, like, it's like my humor when I'm out in, like, a public place. Like, I just continually go further and further and further to offend people until there's literally <laughs> only, like, one person left in the bar who's still laughing. And then that's the guy I'm going to make friends with. You know, exactly, so, so we're yeah. basically just weeding out our listener base and just getting rid of anyone who's fucking turned off who we think is should be on the forced genocide list. Like, yeah, like our listeners who ride bikes and hike are no longer listening. I got so like, many yeah. DMs about the bike riding. I mean, <laughs> I still get DMs about bike riding. I ride a bike. We just lost every reader. I dude. did get a message. Fuck, I didn't respond to the kid. I did get a message with someone. If you're listening out there, fucking uh, re-message me who said his wife immediately threw away her Apple Watch after listening to No Mercy. Because <laughs> we put <laughs> Apple Watches on the forced genocide list. If you weren't an Apple Watch, you should kill yourself. Uh, so that was great. Like, we probably owe his wife 200 bucks or whatever that cost. But, um, yeah. That's, so that's funny. That's hysterical. So, um, by the way, have you guys ever been uh, – just I'm watching Dr. Dave right now. 
on TV. But I, every time I see the new uh, Dr. Dave guy, what's his name, Bill? I don't know, but he's another Ninjaya? Indian guy. No, they have a new Indian guy who took Dr. Dave Chachki, former Indian guy's um, place as the, like, commercial. Like the uh, Orwellian. Like his name like is Ashwin, yeah. Ashwin Vasan. Yeah, he basically is. If you live in the New York, New Jersey area, he basically is on TV every single commercial, Bobby, telling you something about the virus. It's so Orwellian, it's fucking creepy. Hi, I can't do I'm it. I'm Doctor Dave Chachki, and I'm here. Why to tell is you- it that if the doctor's Indian, we automatically listen to them more? Yeah, I mean, it's fucking amazing. It's. I it's- mean, I've had two Indian doctors, and they were the most. Like, they weren't even human beings. And, like, when I was trying to talk to them like human beings, like, hi, this hurts, and when you give me this medication, it still hurts or it hurts worse, and then they just give me more of it and more of it, and they speak to me like I'm a statistic. You are. Have you ever been to (laughs) India, dude? No, I've never been to fucking India. What? Why the fuck would I go to India? What? I've been to India. Hold on a second. What? You've been to, wait, this whole time you've been to fucking India and you never said anything? Yeah, I had, I had one day. We, we were in Mumbai. We were opening an office there. I went to Mumbai, Singapore. I've been to London. I've been to Dubai. I've He's been to... like, like, have you ever been to 7-Eleven? Yeah, have you ever been to fucking Long Island? <laughs> but if you go to India, if you go to like Mumbai or any of these places, bro, there's like literally, I'll never forget. Fucking our, our our ride from the airport. We were coming in the, what the fuck's the word? Not a limo, a town car. Uh, we were coming to, we stopped at a fucking light. There was a baby with fucking one arm that fucking came and was banging on the door asking for money. It looked like something out of a fucking what horror movie. Fuck looked like you? something out of a horror movie, dude. And then if you look up to the right, you literally see the most expensive place in all of Mumbai. It's where like the fucking, uh, ah, who lives there? Someone who's powerful, maybe the president or whatever fuck it is. Just huge buildings. And like the extremely, this is where they talk about third world. Like the billionaires live like across the street from the fucking homeless deformed people. So these Indian doctors don't give a fuck about you or your health. They're used to fuck. They eat dogs and shit over there. They don't fucking, they don't fucking care about your health. You know what they've been through and seen? Like, you're like, oh, I really hurt my knee. And the guy's like, oh, great. My fucking family had fucking diarrhea for dinner today because we don't have money for food and water. You know, they don't fucking give a shit about you. No. Wait, but let's not gloss over the fact that you just like casually asked me. Like, okay, Bill, <laughs> Bill, have you ever been to Antarctica, bro? I mean, yeah. Have you ever been to the Virunga region of the Congo? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? The Virunga region of the Congo. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, my God. You know how many times we talk about India and you've never. I said it way back. I've never heard him say that. You just said you didn't know it. Was it? Was it you or Constantino who was telling me I'd never been to Singapore? Uh, I think it was no it was Constantino. Mark. Yeah, it was Constantino for months, yeah. and I had fucking finally had to go find my picture. Yeah, dude, we used to go to everywhere. I've been like every country, well, not every country. That's a fucking complete lie. Almost every continent, but um. Yeah, we just travel all the time. Fucking Dubai was fucking insane, but India's nuts. Mumbai is crazy. It's so weird. Just, we did a whole podcast sharing a story about a guy's trip to India, and you never once mentioned it throughout the whole story. You didn't corroborate any of his claims. Nothing. I definitely did on that podcast. I'm going to have to go back and listen yeah, to it because I would remember did. that. Definitely did. 100%. 100%. Wow, that's so fucking weird you just said that. What? Holy shit. What? About the Indian guy that you guys were talking about from like episode 60 something. Uh-huh. 
He DM'd me today. Oh, really? Oh, what did he say? He DM'd me saying... He's hilarious. Um, Something about if I wanted to use the Twitter name, like, Disruptive. Oh, he was the one that oh, no, came up him? with that. Yeah, and he goes, oh, hey, Bill, it's uh, blah, blah, the Indian guy Bobby was talking about in episode 63 or whatever. Um, I, you know, I came up with this Disruptive. If you want it, I'll give it to you. Wow. I was I'm like, bro, you, that's so weird that you were talking about. The him simulation is broken. He DM'd me today. That's so weird. The simulation is completely broken. Yeah, it's busted. Yeah. Speaking of simulation, I think Elon Musk is a simulation. I don't think that's him on Twitter. I'm like, just oh. on Twitter or just as a human being? Uh, I don't think that's him. I think he's a human. Well, I don't think he's a human being. I think he's neural linked up and fucking who the fuck knows what he is. I kind of agree. I think he tweets too much about too much like random stuff for that to be somebody who's so rich and powerful and has yeah. so much stuff to do during the day. Yeah. I think but, his, I think his Twitter is nothing more than an AI experiment because all these AI experiments have basically gone through Twitter. Remember they had the uh, Facebook thing where the fucking AI bots were arguing with each other. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And if they started anybody's speaking account racist. used AI. It would be his. right. It would be his. And what I'm, I've always kind of thought this, but never really thought it much until recently. One, this fact that he randomly re- responds to a lot of replies, right? So that's one of them. But they're very specific replies, almost as if he cherry picked the perfect reply to respond to, right? It's not like me using a, using a, a, met a response a comment as foil right because i only get 10 right on something i post he's got hundreds on every one and he oh thousands and he always has the it's it's like he's not going through seven thousand five hundred comments so someone or something is and then he always uses it to to hit a point right so like the other day the perfect example so i won a shit ton of bets the other day i smashed i, I fucking hit for a ton of units crushed it but I didn't want to go out and fucking promote it and brag because I had a bad week the week before. And it's kind of fucked up. If I'm not talking about the bad ones, I can't just run out and fucking promote the first good day in six days because I had a bad week. But some kid came at me on Stay Cashin and said, you're a fucking bum. And then I got to post it in response, right? Like, oh, yeah, how about this for bum? So it, it allowed me. So that's what Elon Musk does all the time. He uses comments to make his case so that he didn't have to say it first a lot. And it, his account has changed drastically, right? Like anyone who's watching him, his account is totally different than it was a month ago. Almost like the bot is evolving where he's doing things that are not conducive to something he would do and not conducive to something someone buying a company would do who's going to want mass appeal. Like when the tweet that tipped me off, Bob, was when he came out and said he's not a Democrat anymore. He votes Republican because the Democrats used to be the party of kindness, but now they're the party of hate. So I'm going to be yeah. voting Republican. Right. Right. Yeah, that was yeah, his yeah. exact tweet. So that's exactly what, Bill, we said on the Discord when I said I can build a fucking fake account on Twitter, like all these Patriot thoughts and shit. And we talked about it, Bob. If you were going to build an account on Twitter and wanted it to go viral as quick as possible, I would put like a black gay transgender guy as my avatar. And I would lead with the quote saying, I used to be a Democrat and I really thought they were out to help us. But recently, after what I've seen, I'm now voting for Donald Trump. Right. 
Yeah. You guys have heard me say that a hundred times, that that's what I would sure. do. That's what Elon's account just did. Yeah, I mean, he set a lot of people up and then just completely, I don't want to say 180, but I mean, you just think about it three, four years ago, the type of people that were following Elon, and then, you know, think about the type of people that he has now following him. Yeah. Like, and it just, the things he's writing are so weird. He was talking about fucking, uh, some some fucking some dude the other day. He was talking about uh, someone's mother. He has the weirdest thing right here. He posted nothing more than a gif. And it says, ladies, mansplaining is short for man explaining. Right. The, with the fucking uh, uh, He-Man. Uh, what's the bad guy in He-Man? I, I, uh, Skeletor? Skeletor. Skeletor. Yeah, like, I remember what is that seeing tweet? that. What is that tweet? I don't even know what that means. Like, I, I know what it means. It doesn't even, what? It, what, what it means is mansplaining, you know, the act of explaining, you know, to a woman because you think she doesn't understand it. He's, right. He's mansplaining the word mansplaining. Oh, got it. So he's so mansplaining, mansplaining, mansplaining is short is. for man explaining. So he's mansplaining the actual word mansplaining. But why That's would he write really that? It's funny, but why would he do that? That doesn't yeah, even I, make any sense. It's either that or he's just now catching on to something that everybody caught on to seven years ago. But this but, goes back to like, Trump's Twitter, which I thought was a bot because no president of the United States would be available to tweet and retweet. So it's either somebody working for him or a bot account. Trump's Twitter account was tweeting while he was in the middle of the debate. Well, they have that. That's normal. Yeah, that's that's yeah. normal that, that any big account has multiple people on the account. But I think this is AI. I don't think this is someone helping him. I think because usually those other people that are on the account for big accounts, their job is to uh, get you on Twitter when you're speaking, doing stuff like that. So they'll just retweet things or post something about, you know, like whenever Trump was speaking, it was never, it was always like uh, talking right now on blah, blah, blah. Like it wasn't like a real strong opinion, like fuck Joe Biden or something like that. But uh, B- Bill, what do you think about Elon's account being fucking AI? Yeah, no, I kind of agree. Like I said, I think he has too much stuff to do during the day. Um, like you say, he picks out the random ones that are good. Um, way too much. He can't go through all of them. Uh, I, yeah, I think it's, I think it's weird. I think it's very strange. And, um, I mean, I, I, I said he wasn't going to buy Twitter and now he doesn't even go on Twitter. Here's the, here's the other thing too. So he posted a GIF that said Tesla S and P index, six oil companies. Right. And it was kind of like, he got a lot of heat for it. Because you got to be really careful. His his core demo is Tesla, not this shit. So he's, and is that's where his money is. And then he reposted. So he posted that at five fourteen p.m. I think that was the bot. I think the AI bot posted that. And then he wrote at six thirty six p.m. To be clear, I'm spending less than five percent of my time on the Twitter acquisition. It ain't rocket science. Yesterday was Giga Texas. Today is Starbase. Tesla's on my mind 24-7. So may seem like below, but not true. And then he wrote, so it's almost like he came over the top of his own tweet an hour later because he realized that it was a misstep in it. Yeah, that was definitely him. Yeah, that was him in the second one. And I think it was the AI Elon Musk bot in the first one. I I agree. Yeah, Hmm. there's just a lot of weird things I'm noticing as I'm studying it. Um. 
It's, Which is kind of funny because he'd be contributing to the fact that uh, more than five percent of Twitter accounts are bots. Uh, yeah, of course. I think so he'd he's be sabotaging a, himself. I think he's a bot. Yeah, I, I mean, dude, if you go watch that first time he was on uh, Rogan, he sounds like a bot. Yeah, yeah. It's like the resistance is futile. Like he posted, and yeah, it's so weird. I mean, that's what he sounded like. Yeah. Ha! He posted something else. When I Uber eats, I am summoning them like Dark Soul. Like, just weird things that you know will get traction. It looks like clickbait for, like, fucking viral tweets. And he did break like the, the record. Channel, yeah. His tweet broke the record for most likes. I forget which one it was. But uh, it had, like, millions of likes. It broke the Twitter record. It was the biggest tweet ever. Um, so, I mean, if there is an AI bot attached to it, I mean, it, everything here tells me yes. That's and, a fair theory. Yeah, and Bill, Bill, Bill Bobby. What was your answer when Bill brought up, if you hit a guy in the road, would you drive away? What did you say the first thing you would do at a bar? At a bar? Just go back. Don't think about where I'm trying to go with this. Just answer the question I'm asking. When Bill said to you, when if you hit someone on a bicycle with your car, right, blah, 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 and a news report came on the TV, what's the first thing you would do? News report. Uh, guy hit a man. I mean, I'd be like, that motherfucker uh, needs to... Get life in prison. Bury I mean, him under the God, jail. You two I, are I the project. dumbest fucking pe- I think Bob has Alzheimer's, Bill. I, mean, I think I, he has I, dementia. I don't remember a lot either. So. Right, no, but I think Bob has dementia. Judging by the first 10 minutes of the podcast when he forgot he, he did three things. I think he has dementia. Bob, you literally said I'd be. You said it on this podcast. There's listeners going, Bobby said I, he'd say who would do that. You were sitting, maybe I don't understand the question. You were After you hit someone with your bicycle and you're at the bar and you look at the TV. So I'm at t- a bar. Oh my God. Ah! Listen to me. Shut up. Don't talk. Okay? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Dementia ridden fucking Bob Biden. You hit someone on a bicycle with your car. Okay? Uh-huh. Bill says, what would you do? I don't know. Uh, or maybe I'd go fucking, or whatever you said, take the tracking device with you like an idiot. Uh, whatever you said. And then we were fucking having the conversation. Imagine you're at a bar and a news report comes on and says, man hit by bicycle. Uh, on the street, your response was the first thing I would do is turn to the guy next to me and say, holy shit, that's so fucked up. Who would hit someone in a bike and leave? That's what I just said. Like, oh, like, you where did you just say like, that? Oh, where did you just say I just said, oh, that guy, you, you know, said that the guy should really get in prison. Yeah, whoever did that should be buried under the jail. You project. It's the same thing as saying, like, oh, I can't believe somebody would do that. Okay. So fuck that guy. My, I li- was that so far off? I mean, it took an hour and a half to even get to that, which was remotely close. But what I'm telling you is that's the why would you do that? So when you do that, why would you do that? It's projecting. It's to throw the trail off. Right. So if you're a bot, what would you do to throw the trail off? I mean, just the same thing as if you were a bot politician, you would project a different image publicly than what you were private. That you hate bots. Fair enough. Right? Yes. So I, I see mean, what you're doing. Yeah. So Elon Musk is on here right now. Same thing we would all do. <laughs> throwing the scent off the trail. How the fuck is Elon Musk? Yeah, he's fucking bots. Here's the thing. How the fuck? Bob's lessons didn't kill that guy. I was sitting with him when he said, fuck that guy. That guy should, that guy should rot in jail or that guy should fucking leave. Elon Musk isn't a bot. I look on Twitter. His whole thing is about getting rid of the bots. It's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like you over, it's like when, when George Bush was like, 
don't believe conspiracy theories about 9-11 to, you know, throwing the trail off the conspiracy theory of 9-11. Everybody was like, wait, hold on a second. Like, why'd you even fucking bring that up? I wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah. It's like, Elon, why are you talking about bots so much? Yeah. You know? Bill, here's one that you can hit home for you, former meathead and uh, surrounded by all the meatheads. What do all the fucking, uh, the, uh, Bill, would you agree that fucking, I would say, a large majority of the homosexual men in New Jersey are meatheads. Mm, you know what? I uh, back when I grew up, like when we were growing up, um, I don't, I don't know. I didn't know. Like it was, it was different. Well, no, they were in the closet. Yeah. So I. I well, no, I'm saying they're all in the closet. They don't come out and admit it. The meatheads in Jersey are just like they're all fucking gay. Yeah. Oh, they throw the scent off. Yeah, they're all gay. But what is the first thing they always do? Shut up, faggot, faggot, oh, faggot, yeah, faggot, yeah. you fag. Yeah. Like, it's in every movie, right? Whenever you watch a movie, the kid who's closet, the closet bully who's really gay who ends up making out with the kid at the end of the movie, he's bullying him the whole movie, yeah. right? So that's what normal people do when you're trying to hide something is you present the exact opposite so that you can hide it. Elon Musk is so presenting that he fucking hates bots. We need to get rid of the bots. Fuck these bots. And he's a bot. I mean, so would you say... Bill, let me ask you this. Let's say hypothetically you were somebody that always talked about banging women and having threesomes all the time and how you banged <laughs> half of the state of New Jersey. Would, would you Whole say, state. Bill, that that could be projecting when you're really a homosexual? <laughs> I mean, that's, there's strong evidence for that. <laughs> I do say faggot a lot, too. I rest my case. I say faggot a lot. God, I might be gay. You, you did a whole thing about how you want to bring faggot back. I do want to bring faggot back. I brought faggot back, I think. Like I brought <laughs> yeah, you did. I definitely brought I definitely bought retarded back. Like I, t- I I was at one point in 2020, I was the only person still using retarded on Twitter, I felt like. So I feel like I brought retarded back into the major. I love that word. It has three hard consonants in it. Faggot? You know what I'm saying? No, retarded. They're both great. Yeah, T's and D's and faggot has the hard G and the hard T. At so the you got to know it. how to say it, right? Like faggot. you can't say faggot, faggot. People say faggot. Yeah. You got to say you gotta faggot. Say faggot. You got to come with it hard. Faggot. You fucking faggot. faggot. You know, and you need to fucking before it, right, Bill? Yeah. You, I mean, you guys fucking. are awful. <laughs> but here's the thing: you have to say fucking and faggot the same. You fucking faggot. Yeah, you just double up on it, like pop pop. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking faggot. <laughs> it's just so good and that's why everyone's like like i don't mean it to like make fun of gay people like fucking i have fucking no problem plenty of friends i'm not gonna do the whole my friend was gay uh a million. i have a million gay friends i do well here's the yeah. thing bob they tried to take that from us too they tried to mm-hmm. take away the fact that i have gay friends doesn't mean you hate gays yes it does yes it actually 100 percent does mm-hmm. because if you hate gays you won't have gay friends Bob doesn't have any Indian friends. <laughs> That's true. I don't I have mean, any Indian friends. I what the fuck? <laughs> I don't trust them. It's impossible. They take that away from you because that's the answer. That's the mic drop. Like I used to tell everyone uh, when they, we talked about Facebook, right? Everyone's like, oh, like I have a lot of black friends. Yeah, let me see your Facebook page. That's what I used wow. to do every time because I had pictures of me and black guys, whether it's, you know, my friends or out at a bar. I have multiples of, okay, there's my friend Corey. There's my friend Jay. There's my friend Malik. Okay, go. 
You go. I, yeah. Oh, I don't. I, don't I, I, I love black people, but but you don't have a single black person in a fucking picture. I see a bunch of cracker ass California white motherfuckers in there. You don't have a single black person. Facebook's the place, right? That's where you post all your pictures. It's don't also have one. Where you project like the fakest libtard motherfucker in Memphis always posts pictures of him with fucking black people. Oh well, I mean he's probably fucking going and finding him at a bar and posing with him. I want to go back. Like, like, go. This is before all the social justice shit where people were faking it. This was when I lived in Cali. But I used to blow people up with that. You have so many black... But guess what? You can't be racist if you got a bunch of black friends. Sorry. That's not... That's not... That's not what it is. No. No. Acquaintances, maybe. Really good friends that are black... No. You can't be racist. Like, you can't... You can say... My deal is like this, and I disagree with you. So, like, if you're doing a good deed, you don't post it, right? Like, oh, look, I helped an elderly person out today. Or, like, you video yourself, you know, fucking helping an old lady get in the car or something, and then everybody showers you with compliments, right? The true good deed is, is, is one that goes, you know, unnoticed. You know, you don't have to fucking talk about it or anything. If you have a black friend, you have a fucking black friend. You don't need right, fucking you don't go visual. Post pictures, I'm all over the place. But you That's would, what I'm saying. But you would have a picture if you're that Maybe. close. No, on Facebook. Oh, if you're that close. If yeah, you're yeah, that yeah. close. Dude, I got a picture with you. It's going to be on my page if I see you every day. Bill Rupp, right. fucking my Facebook page. Bill Rupp was on it because we went to the NASCAR thing together. We went to the fucking FanDuel together. He was he's somewhere on there, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bill? I mean, listen, I I, I agree. I yeah. agree. I mean, so they just try to great insight, Bill. Yeah. All that, uh, Listen, all that training oh, paid like, off. I, I was, I'm a man of the people. So. Bill's, Bill's watching TikTok. <laughs> I am that, bro- that broadcasting school really paid off, Bill. Yeah. Dynamite drop in. Dynamite <laughs> drop in, Bill. Rupp. The, uh, so yeah, so so I uh, I love the word faggot, and I'm never going to stop saying it because it's a great word, and I don't mean it in terms of Listen, you know gay. You're just a faggot. On, you're not gay. On. You don't. You're not. You're not homosexual. You're just a faggot. You're just, hold on. Like, hold on. Let me. You're a faggot. Let me say something. So for going further on here, um, used to you two are the show, right? And then if I, I, mean, I think I am, and Bobby's kind of here too. In, if I want to chime in on something mm-hmm. or I have a part, I'll, I'll chime in. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to keep saying, "Hey, Bill, what is this? What is this? I do this, do that." If I feel like saying something, I'll just jump in and I'll fucking interrupt you. Yeah, you're not gonna be a faggot and just fucking sit there and, <laughs> and wait for us to pull you in. Exactly, I'm a man of the people faggot so uh by the way and you can't just fucking make that like faggot's a bundle of sticks faggot mm. actually is a bundle of sticks that's what oh, it was I thought it was, everyone... I thought it was a cigarette uh in uh in uh london a fag is a cigarette yeah fag uh, they call it a fag. So have a fag have you ever have you ever in your life referred to a bundle of sticks as a faggot no but have you ever talked about bent wood and saying the wood is retarded all the time. No, you haven't. So I, I have heard. But I that's have, where it came from. Hold on, I have I'm heard. I'm like, that stick looks retarded. <laughs> <laughs> In the What's construction that? world, they do use that word. What? Uh, retard. Right, exactly. So people can't take a, a secondary definition which was created and all of a sudden tell me I can't say the fucking word anymore. I can say fucking in whatever word I want. Except the N word because that started and that's a whole nother talk for a whole nother day where you should be able to say it but that actually only means one thing right that's what that means if you say that that's what it means but faggot is was not even about gay people when it started it was two sticks bundled together where they light on now everyone's like well because they used to burn 
the gays with faggots of wood. No, it was because it was. <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that true? That's what everyone says. Yeah, I mean, it's like no, because it was, it's the. De- <laughs> I shouldn't laugh if that's true, but that's a great story. Bro, they used to burn everybody back in the, the fucking Bible. Was they burning. used to burn faggots with faggots. <laughs> burn that faggot with a faggot. Get that retarded person with that retarded wood. (laughs) When you were like in like grammar, like middle school or whatever, and people started to smoke, Uh and you're like, "Oh, you're smoking a fag." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, Bill, 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 go back to watching TikTok. (laughs) We call you we call you. Raise your hand in the Zencaster. <laughs> Speak uh, when spoken to, listen, faggot. I, I got a hard, I, I got a hard out in about five minutes. Oh, yeah, you do. I can't Rucking wait. Rockets in the morning, but in the afternoon, it's coming up. Yes, it is. Five thirty in the Four Deep Bets Discord. Yeah, uh, stop being oh, retarded. Oh man, no. <laughs> fucking retarded. Can faggot. we talk about the NBA? Before Can we just keep leave? saying faggot retarded? Because I love it. <laughs> this is pissing so many people off that are listening. Okay, we just okay, lost a whole other demographic. Can, can we steal a little content from No Mercy Plus before Bill goes? Because I want to oh get his. You're going to get lit up on fire by them. If you uh, I don't care. It's great. So they do a thing called Dope or Woke. And one of the what things. Mean they? That, we. 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 My pod, we, too. Sorry. You, Who came you, up with you, dope, dope or Woke? Kurt, so Dope is Kurt, cool. Kurt. Let's Kurt call it like uh, Dope or Faggot. All right. Or Dope or Woke. No, but you dude, you're going to get. Uh, I can't even let this go on. Oh because Kurtz, dude, me and Bill are going to get the brunt of this, and you're oh going to fucking. Oh my god! You can't. You don't even want to participate. I am not participating in this. Okay, well, some guy said he would only give CPR to hot chicks because he's not a faggot. Is that good? Is that dope or woke? Dope is good. Woke or bad? I mean, that's why I'm I not answering it. Like, it. Listen, I have an answer. You know, you not, want to answer that. I almost did. My mouth opened. I'm, I wanted to get your answer because I think I know your answer. I'm not. But, fucking answering it because i get so much shit from those two fucking gorillas kurt and danny about you stole our thing bill stole my breaking news tommy you talked about dreams on the podcast we were supposed to talk about they fucking i get a call from those two fucking idiots every week fucking dummy one and dummy two call me every week i get a phone call from kurt hold on he patches in danny we're uh Filing a lawsuit against No Mercy Original for copyright infringement for stealing our bit. Now you want to actually steal their actual oh bit? God. I mean, what is wrong with you? I, can't I think it's. It. I think it's a good bit. I mean, you're a piece of garbage for I even mean, putting me in this situation because it's too late now. Next time you host, I, you can bring it up on there. Yeah, I, I think y'all probably be like, not answering it. I think you're retarded for bringing it up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, I want to let. Kurt and Danny know that I had no part in this. I have no part. I'm not taking part in it. I will not take part in it because I'm not giving them any leverage. I am not as dumb as Bobby who came in here with all the leverage and then gave me an out with the 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. thing. I am more savvy and I will not give them the leverage. I will not. That was like the Bill Rupp. I will not sell my Tesla stock. Yeah, I will not. You guys have never seen The Room, the movie The Room. No, I have. Uh, I, don't know. I will not. Well, anybody, I, it's like a cult classic. Sorry. Any t- every time you hear that, I think about that movie. Mm. That's interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're retarded. Um, yeah, I don't know if we go into the sports computer. I wanted to keep this one a little shorter. I don't want this to go three hours. We're already at like 220. So do we. Well, I'm, uh, I'm done. 
well, we don't care about you. No, you're like, no, well, I mean, listen, for all the loyal listeners who love me, I love you guys back. And, um, I mean, what else can I do? That really came in hot. And I was all like, ready oh. to go at one o'clock this afternoon, guys. He's got pushed back to three. Bob. I mean, I had three or four hours of content to nail out for you guys. But since we're cutting it short, I mean, you guys losing out. It's not cutting it short. I wanted this to be an hour and a half. We're at two hours and 15 minutes. I want to do the Philadelphia experiment, which we can't do now. We're going to go three hours. Bob wants to get into sports conspiracies now, which is a whole separate podcast for like an hour and a half. Um, I think we're done. podcast was horrible. I thought it was great, but I think we're done. Oh, all right. Yeah. So that's it. You should just cut it right. No, that's what they do. I know what you dude. Bob has been brainwashed by No Mercy Plus. I think so. What the fuck? What's wrong with you, dude? You felt I felt like I was in like a like a MK Ultra camp. You love it, dude. You came in here talking about how great and well prepared it is. You talked about how amazing it is how it abruptly ends at the end. You're sitting here trying to put their bits. You're trying to put their bits in here. The doper woke. You're talking about an abrupt ending again. Dude, they, Kurt brainwashed you, dude. No, he, here's what it is. All right. Our show is like this, and I can only speak in terms of music. Real musicians can get on the stage with any real musicians, and you can improvise. Right, right. And, and the show goes wherever it goes. Right. They're like, they're like musicians that have been trained and they don't know how to improvise, but they're good at their one thing. Does that make sense? Like if you get up on stage and you've rehearsed everything's rehearsed but it's the minute it goes off the rails they don't know what to so do. it's the opposite actually so yes on some level kurt isn't kurt can improvise but danny's a, a neanderthal danny's literally yeah. like the third guy from the left on the evolutionary chart so yeah danny cannot have anything be rehearsed like even like the slightest thing like every once in a while full transparency full disclosure There'll be something that we'll be talking about on a cell phone, me and Bobby, and it's like, all right, dude, we gotta we gotta save this for the pod. Don't even do it. Yeah. Like, like just cue me up there with what you just said right now, and then we'll do it on the pod. And it's not reciting the whole conversation, but it's like, give me that trigger point for the pod so that we could have this conversation on the pod in case I forget, right? Simple. Everyone does yeah. it. But Danny can't. If Danny does anything beforehand, or if you give him any direction on anything. It completely goes off the rails and falls well, the apart. I think about it, he'll completely lie. Like I shouldn't say lie, but he'll like exacerbate the story. So he'll tell the original story, and then you give him time. <laughs> you give him time to like think about how he wants to present it on the podcast, and then he represents it with like ten things added to it that weren't in the original story. Yeah, you know. Yep. <laughs> the uh, the. It's so, yeah. So it's not that one, he's actually the opposite. You know, he said most people can't rift, but they yeah. can do on a script. He's the opposite. He can't script, but he can only rift. So, right. And then Kurt, um, I think the reason Kurt likes the structure is because he hates being on there for more than an hour. I just think that's all. It's like when I get to a show and, and like the, you know, the leader of the band or the group or whatever, and anybody knows has been in performing. Like there, you don't want to show up to a show and have no plan, but you also don't want to show up and have this person be like anal retentive about every detail. Yeah. So you, you need a good mix of the two. Kurt so, does a good job uh, with that. See, now you have me talking company, Kurt. Dude, we're done here. This is it. Right, Bobby's gone. Bobby's gone. He's brainwashed. He's part of the No Mercy Plus crew. He's gone. Damn. Dude. Bill, you know what trouble we're going to get in for just this last 10 minutes? Well, I'm telling you. You don't even know, Bob. 
You don't even. What is wrong? Are they? What are they? To, are they your faction? Are I don't they know. Your deep they're they're fucking. Uh, they're coming after me. I think by bringing. It's weird me how in. they control you. It dude. was very odd too how I was in the middle of the flyer and Danny and Kurt were next to me, and then all of a sudden the new revision came out with me on the side and Kurt in the middle. Wow. Yeah. I mean, dude, I I think I think Kurt's, Kurt's your handler. I think Kurt's been planning this since like he was five. The kid's been living in my shadow since he was born. So right, dude. I think this is his opportunity to fucking take me out from the inside. And I, and that's what happens. I mean, look at the, the, sorry, but Janet Benjamin, fucking everyone who's been through here, they usually come on the inside. The fucking, the faction that tried to shut down our discords were people, the faction who tried to shut down our sports stuff were subscribers. Like it's usually the people from within who try to fucking them up. I think this has been a plan of Kurt since like he was 12 years old. Dude, I think he's been he's always been slow and steady with his revenge, mm-hmm. just like a true Italian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. like calculated slow revenge. Yeah. He's that he, he never came on my podcast. A million I think times we have multiples life. here because I think now Bobby got a taste of what it's like to be Tommy Bill on the No Mercy Plus, where he got to be the host. He got to enter the show, not his own like he does on QTN. Which actually would no Kurt it. Kurt fucking drove the ship on that yeah, episode. Bobby I only did the Tommy in the intro. Bobby got a taste of having to do no prep work, no research, not set anything up, and be the host. You know, because on QTN podcast, he's got to do all the shit. And he definitely, host. definitely liked it. He got a chance of being Tommy, where I could just show up, turn a mic on, and then just fucking go. And I think he liked it so much. Maybe Bobby's that trying to replace done one me. In three months. Maybe Bobby's, <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's trying to replace me. And honestly, we found out last podcast, Bill Rupp starting to learn segues and all that. Looks like he's coming uh, for Bobby. Well, listen, Bill Rupp's I'm coming for me. Right here, I'm out. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta do my shit. I don't know what you guys are gonna talk about. Frankly, I don't give a fuck. Um, <laughs> and I've said it all. That's it. That's it. Bill, go do it. It's my heart out. No, your heart. (laughs) I talked through it. Yes. Bill's, I'll tell you this. Bill's great. Terrible at ending things. Terrible. He's bad at goodbye. Oh, dude, you listen to Ruppin' Rackets and he'll kill it all show. And then at the end, he's like, all right, guys. uh, Look over here. uh, Sign up for that. And then uh, Tommy's going to do this. And uh, and that's it. All right. Uh, Later. Let's go. It's like, just fucking (laughs) say it. Bill, if you're still listening or when you listen back, say it and then stomp on it with the let's go. Use let's go like faggot. Just fucking stomp on it with it. Don't have a break. Nothing. So that's going to be my tip for Bill. Oh, my God. Bobby's job. Imagine if he ends the today's show with. All right. Later. Faggot. (laughs) (laughs) I told you told me that with a faggot. I did. Now uh, we lost subscribers. Uh, instead of what up, party people? What up, retarded faggots? It's your boy Bill Rupp here. <laughs> All right. I think we had to save this stuff for the next pod. So uh, I don't want to go uh, three hours on this one. We just did that on the last one. So people still got to listen to the last one yet. I'm still getting yeah. I'm still getting DMs all morning today that people just listen to it. You know, whenever anyone something hits close to home for them, they'll reach out to you. You know, like, oh, Bobby, when you said this. So I'm still getting them all day, which shows that they didn't listen to the last one yet. So we will come yeah. back with another one very soon, Monday at one o'clock. Maybe even have an additional one uh, before Whoa. Monday. We will see. I don't know. And then next week, uh, there's a great documentary, which you guys should check out, uh, that just was put out by my boy, K2. Uh, he's with Rebel News. 
the Great Reset, it's called. So if you go to my Twitter, by the time you're listening to this, I don't know, just search my name and then search Great Reset, and it'll be the top one. But um, you can find it on uh, rebelnews.com, and it's called Introducing the Reset, the Great Reset docuseries, Rebel News. So uh, K2 went out and did this. Uh, it's really well done. I like it. I mean, a lot of it that we're familiar with, obviously, Bob, because we're balls deep in this shit for two decades. But uh, it would be something good for like Bill or someone like that, especially to check out, you know. But um, yeah. this is just part one. That's why I'm sure it's like a six part series. So it's about to, the first 30 minutes of any documentary is filling you in on everything. But there was some good stuff in there, man. Talked about the World Economic Forum, uh, even added Ivanka Trump to being uh, a member of oh, the no. World Economic Forum. Well, look who she's married to. Of course. And and look who the son's married to. Mm. You know, Donald Trump Jr. So go into who Ivanka's married to so the people can find out. Uh, what's the fucking guy's name? What his ties are. Uh, yeah, homeboy. Yeah, homeboy. Yeah, I don't know the homeboy. fucking name, but what what are his ties? Huh? What are his ties? What do, we, what do you mean, what are his ties? Kushner. Oh, Jared Kushner. That's his name. Jared yeah. fucking Kushner. Yes. Well, first of all, he he bought uh six 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 Fifth Avenue. That was a big <laughs> thing. So that that was an interesting one. But you know, he was the one that kind of led the Israel first part mm-hmm. of Donald Trump's you know pres- presidency, which was the first part that I was really kind of fucking pissed off about. But he was kind of like your Kurt, where he was handling everything behind the scenes. Mm. Kushner. You know, Donald really looked up to Kushner, and, and a lot of people thought Kushner was like the snake in the grass. Yeah, and now you got Trump yeah. Jr. with his girlfriend, fucking Guilfoyle. You know what she? You know what the thing is about her? No, it was fucking Gavin Newsom's girl. Oh, really? She was on CNN. Yeah, really. Kimberly Guilfoyle. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. yeah so that's what I'm saying, dude. They're all in the same club. Uh huh. And that's why people don't want to look in this stuff. Uh, so now here's just the difference, and we'll get into the Trump stuff uh, on that episode where I actually blow it up. Um, so when you're in the shit, it's compared to when you're out of the shit, right? So when you're in the shit, you kind of look, you kind of look around stuff, right? So like, let, put it this way: when we were in the Trump pendulum uh, going on and the whole MAGA insanity, and someone said Donald Trump Jr.'s dating. Uh, Gavin Newsom's ex. Gavin Newsom dated her for five years. I don't know if he was married to her. I think he was married to her. But our first reaction, because we're in the pendulum, is, oh, let's go. They're fucking going after the NWO. He's even fucking his girl, right? Like, let's go. Steal that bitch from fucking Gavin Newsom. That's amazing. And now she's on Fox News, and they converted her over. This just shows the power of MAGA that they're literally taking Gavin Newsom's ex, right? Yeah. Now when you get out of the pendulum, and that's why I said you guys are still all Trump, got to get the fuck out of this pendulum and look back. Because now when you look back at it, you go, oh, wow, they're all on the same team. They're literally dating this. They're fucking the same girl. You know? But then, yeah, I mean, I agree. And, you know, the same thing like when we were saying, you know, well, look who these people are surrounded by. Right. You know, and it's like, all right, well, Kushner was like the senior advisor to Donald Trump. Uh-huh. You know, like, uh, I know he had ties to the Saudi government. I'm trying to remember. It was like some firm that he, he got all this money from had ties to uh, the Saudi government, you know. And, like, uh, married Ivanka Trump, I know the kids, like, converted to uh, uh, to Judaism and, you know, all this other shit. So, you know, that, that kind of, like, 
that started the Israel first. And that, that's the first thing that pissed me off. But, you know, I, I remember Kurt asking me this when I was in the Trump pendulum. He said, uh, you know, what's the what's the you know, he said, say something negative about the Trump presidency because he'd never heard me say anything negative. And I said the Israel first stuff was really agitating me. I mean, that was the number one thing that started the agitating. The big thing that everyone talks about is the young global leaders of the World Economic Forum, right? That's the list, right? When they mm -hmm. nominate those people. Ivanka Trump was one. She was nominated as a young global leader by the World Economic Forum. Like, that's literally the list where fucking Trudeau came from. Basically, every young leader that we call fucking PSYOPs all came from there, right? The, yeah. She's on it. Like, yeah, dude, I ignoring it. I mean, so here, the other weird thing about Kushner was like, I hope I get this right. I'll have to look this up when I, when I leave. But I, I, I'm almost 100% positive that Kushner donated to the Clinton Foundation and endorsed uh, Whatchamadoodle, Bill. Of course he so, probably did. So did Trump. And I think similar to Elon, Kushner's dad was shady. Mm -hmm. So I'll have to do some more digging on Kushner. I'm sure people are blowing me up and are gonna be like, "Oh, Kushner, this." Oh, Kushner, you that. got another Kushner today? Yeah. yeah, okay. You get the. You get the. I'm we're live on a show right now, and things slip our mind. You're fucking googling, or you fucking do it because you're a nerd. I'm trying to Google this. Bill six, already six, told you, stop reading. You got you readers are very judgy. You guys that read. <laughs> here it is. Here it is. No Kushner word. companies purchased. Uh, six 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 Fifth Avenue in two thousand seven for a record one point eight billion. Most of it borrowed, and I I remember reading about this in Four Chan, and they thought that that Kushner overvalued it and purchased six 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 Fifth Avenue because he purchased it away from the cabal, right? Yeah, they, right. And, That's the thing. And, See the pendulum swings. Yeah, there was a whole thing called six 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 Anon that was explaining this and how you know they they took it away from the cabal to kind of steal their power and that the blueprints of this six 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 Avenue building that they were going to do is is to make it look like a giant penis, you know, like a phallic symbol, just kind of like a fuck you to the cabal. And I was all like, oh yeah, that's fucking amazing. But I mean, dude, it doesn't take long for you to find out that he purchased this building yeah. and overpaid for it, right? Yeah. yeah, and meanwhile, well, I mean, let's be let's just be consistent. That's yeah, all. I'm I mean, guarantee you, if I go to the fucking uh, QAnon movement and I ask them about the black cube uh, on the warp speed thing, they're gonna tell mm -hmm. me it was a it was symbolic. It was a fuck you to the cabal. You know, it, yeah. it was yeah. you know, there's always a reason, dude. Trump did it because he's throwing his middle finger up at the cabal. That's why he did it. You know, I mean, dude, I was I was in that, and I keep saying this. I'll still vote for the guy in twenty twenty four if he I'm runs. Not. And I know that as of right now, I'm not at all. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. You could put him up against. No, I would vote for him over fucking Biden. Or yes, you know, if you but if you put him in a field of ten Republican candidates, maybe there's someone I think I wouldn't. I wouldn't. He would be tenth on my list. I'm. I'm. Yeah. Almost certain that he's he's bad. And again, I don't want to take any shit for it because I haven't done my manifesto yet. To, to you guys. So wait till you hear that whole thing before you start judging me on it, saying I'm blackpelled or psyoped because all the information's right in front of us. I really feel like he's, he, he could be a bigger threat to the world than a help to the world because the sheep's clothing factor, because half the world thinks he's the savior. So I, yeah. I think he could actually be more yeah, dang yeah. dangerous than even, even a Democrat possibly. Yeah, and I'm not there yet, but I yeah. mean, I, I understand what you're I'm saying. I'm going to break it um, all down. I mean, I'm going to lay it out. I mean, maybe I could even get you there. I got about 40 bullet points 
Um, you know, it's interesting, out. and I just clicked on uh, Jared Kushner's dad. So it's it's similar to like the story of, like Elon Musk fam- family, and like you know, it, or, you know, you're seeing like sons of like crim. So he's a federal inmate. He was a disbarred attorney, real estate of uh, developer, uh, convicted of illegal campaign contributions in 2005, tax evasion, uh, witness tampering. Uh, was sentenced to years in uh, two years in prison as a convicted felon. He was disbarred. Uh, he, re- he then he went back to prison and he was pardoned by Donald Trump in 2020 for whatever crimes he committed. So Hold yeah, on. Keep, keep talking for a second because I'm I'm googling something. I just want to make sure of this. Um, I mean that's about it. I mean you know when you look into uh, Elon Musk's dad, you know I know he was part of that uh, that that technocrat. Uh, party in Canada that became, you know, uh, basically became illegal in Canada. Um, you know, so you're seeing like a lot of these powerful people come from, you know, corrupt upbringing. So listen, I don't know, man. Like, I, I just think you have to say this, that it is strange that Jared Kushner overpaid for 666 Fifth Avenue. And, oh, yeah. it, and you can take it either way. You can take it either way. You can go on the side of, oh, he put your purchases away from the car. Whatever you say, the dude paid $1.8 billion for that particular address on Fifth Ave. And we've talked all the time, like, why did they post, you know, why did they put these, uh, you know, why did they strategically place, uh, you know, like the Washington Monument, you know, in that specific place? Why do they, you know, why are the pyramids located on this sixth, long, you know, certain longitude or latitude? And we talk all the time about symbols and numbers, you know, having having meaning and power. So why did this person you know, overpay for 666 Fifth Avenue. So, I mean, just just ask yourself that question. That's all, you know. What nationality saying. is Unaska, the last name? Unaska? I don't know. You, Origin. Who is it? Eric Trump. Um, where does the last name come from? I don't know. I got to look into that. Um, but so here's another thing. So we tied. Britain and Ireland? I don't know. Look at that's that. what it looks like is it so uh yeah. so so we have donald trump jr who married gavin newsom's ex you have ivanka trump who's with everything bob just talked about with kushner and um so i'm sitting here like what about eric trump you never hear about him or his fucking wife uh lara trump or whatever her name is let me see uh, lara lee i think it is lara lee trump uh lara lee trump um is eric's wife okay Lara Lee Trump is an American former tabloid television producer. So we need to dig into her because tabloid television producer sounds a fuck of a lot like liberal and Democrat profession than a Republican, correct? Mm -hmm. So I would not be surprised if we dig into Lara Lee Trump and find out that she was a Democrat working for some liberal channel or doing something with tabloids back in the day for, I mean, just think tabloid, name a conservative place outside of Fox that does anything tabloid. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could, you know, they were saying like certain, you know, they, a lot, some of the liberal publications call conservative publications tabloid, you know, yeah. but realistically, most of the tabloid, you think like TMZ, for example, right? Like a tabloid, right. you know, quote unquote, news source is very left leaning, you would say. Yeah. So let me just yeah. see here. Career. Uh, Trump was a story coordinator and producer for the TV news magazine Inside Edition. From 2012 to 2016, I mean, which was like TMZ before yeah, yeah, TMZ basically. was it? Yeah, so I mean, uh, I mean, Inside Edition did the same kind of shit TMZ did, you know, and had a similar like front person 
as TMZ. She's I want to say it might even be the same person. It, it could be, yeah. Um, I got to dig into Lara Trump. So if you guys want to dig into Lara Trump, give me anything you have uh, before I do my Trump thing. Even people that were big Trump fans like myself uh, always thought there was something strange to Kushner. Well, everyone always, always thought, and yeah. everyone always justified Ivanka. Everyone always yeah. used to say Ivanka's the Ivanka's more liberal. Ivanka's a liberal, right? People have said that yeah. forever that Ivanka's a liberal, and, and you just justify. And, and Donald really listened to Ivanka a lot. I mean, more than anyone by far. Yeah, she was the special advisor to the president. Yeah, I mean, I, like so, it's just everyone made excuses for it, right? Like it, it was, you know, whenever it was Ivanka, it was, oh well, it's perfect because when Ivanka runs. She's a little more in the middle conservative, you know, so she could pull over that middle base. Now, when you look back at it, it's like, no, she's Democrat. Bro, you know what my what, what's what's guaranteed to happen on, on this episode? Because we got this comment a couple of times. 18 months ago, you were sucking Trump's dick. Yeah, and you were a full Q-tart. No, like I, was never, I was never full Q-tart. You were full But here's my thing. Like 18 months ago, dude, that's a year and a half, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it was like last episode. Guys. Like we're allowed to change and evolve and this is, when new information comes. No, not a, no, no. More extreme. You're supposed to change and evolve with new information. The whole right. reason we're mad at everyone is not because they supported Trump. I have Trump bobbleheads all over my house. Like, I, my name was Tommy Trump. I said this a million times. I voted for him. I left my company for Trump. A hundred percent. That is, no one is debating that. Uh, Bobby was in the Q shit early, before most of the Q people. And I was on it for about a month and change, right? Like, I, I had about a six-week span where I was, uh, you know, writing where we go one, we go all and shit like that. And then we did the Breaking the Matrix podcast in July where I checked out. I said, I'm done with these fucking people. I'm like, this is bullshit. That's what you're supposed to do. It's okay. You get fooled. Like, that's fine. You just got to learn from it. There's nothing wrong with marrying someone and finding out they're the fucking wrong person and leaving them. There's something wrong with staying there and continuing to get beat and get your ass kicked and cheated on all day. So our number one point with the movement is we were all in this together and only 5% of us were willing to logic up and say, all right, we go, you know what? We got fucked. We got fooled. You know, now let's look into it, see why we got fooled so that it doesn't happen to us again. That's right. the point of free thinking to be able to flip your opinion based on new data and information. So no, you should never, it's not even like it's okay to do it. It's mandatory. Yeah. Otherwise it's, you know, confirmation bias. You know, that's, that's the thing. Like I try as hard as I can, I've been wrong multiple times. I, you know, I, I suffer from the same thing that other people do. Like when you're presented with new information, it's like getting punched in the mouth. And what uh -huh. do you naturally do fight it. when you're about to get hit? You either dodge fight it, it or you it. put up your hands, you dodge it or you block it. And you do the same thing with the mind. When you're like, oh, that's fucking crazy. Yeah. What you're doing is dodging information. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you're, you're not making yourself receptive to it. And, and that's kind of like what you got to do is you just got to take the information. And then you become the left. Yeah, because that's and what the left does. Become, and what happens to fighters when they get hit more? Right, they 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 become less receptive to a punch, and they can take more damage. Right, right. Like a fighter can take more hits to the face now because they've been getting hit in the face for twenty yeah, fucking years. Seriously, yeah. So one hit to the face doesn't phase them. But me, if I got hit in the face one time, I'm on the ground, dude. No, I'd love to hit you in the face. <laughs> exactly. Oh, so amazing. But I mean, if you if you really think about it and look at it. That just shows how big 
the, and, and can I be wrong about Trump? hundred percent. I can, um, everything I'm showing, we could be wrong about everything, right? I have more evidence, uh, in my mind that I will present to you guys when I drop it. I have more evidence that Trump is either brain dead, clueless, where you should just be ignored because he's so retarded or part of the cabal than I do on maybe any conspiracy theory, but nine 11. Right. I mean, I have way more on Trump being bad than the moon landing. And I'm certain of that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like I have, that's how deep I've gone. I've spent months digging into this and trying to debunk myself. And I've debunked myself to where I'm like, you know what? I was wrong. And it just shows the level of brainwashing that took place that they were able to get to me and you, me and you hate groups. We don't like, if everyone's like, Tommy, what do you regret the most? I'm like QAnon and Trump. Number mm-hmm. one and number two, by far. A th- not looking at QAnon on a message board. Not that. There was a lot of great information on the Q boards. Um, letting myself be a part of that cult, you know, and they, they were joined together. So I look at it as one thing. It's the same reason I do my whole religion rant a lot. But that's my number one regret, that for a few months there, I was fucking all in blind following Trump and making excuses for him instead of going, huh, that's weird. Huh. It took me till like August to even start questioning anything about Trump and Q. I can't believe I was in that for a month or two. I can't even believe it. But yeah, I, 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 because you, yeah, because you were in it first. So you were in it before it got weird. You know, you were in it when it was just message drops on a message board. Not many, it wasn't mainstream, but my only experience with it was the mainstream fucking, you know, say the chant, fucking hold the sign up, wear the fucking Pepe, the frog shirts. Like, that's so, yeah, but that's the whole point. Look back and fix it. So we'll do that coming up soon on one of these future episodes. Uh, anything else here, Bob, before we shut this down? No, listen to No Mercy Plus. I'm on it. So, <laughs> so brainwashed. But uh, yes, you should listen to No Mercy Plus. Don't listen to the last one, negative two, because I'm not on it. So listen to negative one and then the future one, negative three. You don't want to hear Bobby, so. Definitely don't. Don't <laughs> listen to negative two because Bob's on it. And he doesn't. We imp- knew you wouldn't promote it. Yeah, he does an impression. I've already tweeted it today. And he oh. does. Uh, yeah. How about that? Suck a dick. And I've promoted yeah. it more this podcast than it's ever been promoted before. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. And I was just about to say, don't listen to it because Bobby does a really funny impression of to me. And you shouldn't listen to it because it's blasphemous and and irresponsible of him to do that. So make sure you don't. I think it's spot on. Don't listen to it. And don't give us feedback online about it. No Mercy Plus episode negative two without Tommy G. The worst episode ever. Any final words, Bob? Well, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I just got to go. <laughs> For uh, I, uh, uh... <laughs> hey, your line, Bill. Let's go! Oh, All right. For Bill Rupp, Bob's Lessons, I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay questioning, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't no mercy. Ain't no mercy.